The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, brand new episode. Welcome to April 2019. And uh, it's a fine, fine episode. A lot of stuff happening. The uh, name of the episode is Fisher Price Boot. Uh, but that's not important right now because there's a lot of stuff happening. Um, as far as uh, Geek Show live shows, we have some dates and tentative times, okay? Because the details are being finalized at the time of this recording, and I will absolutely have you all the details next week's episode. And if you just watch our social media, we'll be posting that as well on our Facebook page and on our Twitter account. We'll be posting this information as soon as it gets solid, all right? But right now, plan on Friday the 19th at Gracie's at three, let's see, 326 Southwest Temple, all right? That's just right close to the radio studio and just down the street from the Salt Palace. That's the first day of Fan X, okay? But we're going to be doing a live show at Gracie's, probably 7-ish. That, again, remains to be ironed out. But uh, Gracie's, it's a great place, and we're going to be doing a live show there on the Friday night of FanX. And then Saturday, we will be at FanX doing a live show and recording at uh, 5 p.m. That time may change, but uh, Saturday afternoon at FanX as well, and that's in the Salt Palace, downtown Salt Lake. And then the next week, we're going to be at Wasatch Comic Con in the, inside the Valley Fair Mall, Saturday the 27th. Again, the time hasn't been nailed down, but it'll be in the afternoon-ish, like between 3 and 6, something like that. So we'll get that all nailed down. And we'll get that information to you on our social media, first of all, and then on this show next week. We'll have it all nailed down. Also, stay till the end of this episode because uh, Jimmy is interviewing the stars of Shazam, including Zachary Levi, Michael Strong, and, of course, the kids uh, from Shazam as well. Uh, it's going to be big. Uh, so uh, here we go. Let's get this thing underway. want to thank our sponsors, of course, that keep this place afloat. Open seven days a week. The hold service is free. Of course, I'm talking about Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. And uh, with that hold service, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. They're at 2043 East, 3300 South. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Of course, Cabin Fever, serving the meek, the geek, and yes, the freak in your life since 1982. It's Cabin Fever. Located at the heart's. In the heart, excuse me, of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South, 700 East. It's Cabin Fever. It's so much more than a card store. Go in and say hi to Dave. And, of course, Haster Games. They're at 6831 South States. Uh, Monday nights are board game nights. They're doing that as well. But feel free to stop by anytime and just crack open any one of their games from their 300-game library and give it a try. That's why they say it's a great place to stay and play at 6831 South State at Haster Games. All right, let's get this thing going. The name of the episode is Fisher Price Boot. Please to enjoy. And welcome back to the basement. Yes. I always thought that we would... Now, that's Stan Lee. That's Stan Lee. I, like, Who are you going for? I was trying to go for Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, God, baby, Jesus. Like, yeah, that's... When you want to do Gilbert, you got to go up higher and then down right. again. Jafar! <laughs> up and then back down. That was good. <laughs> Can you say Othello? Like, say Othello in the Iago voice? Mm, that's hard. Othello! Othello! No. Yeah, do you get it? So, no. So really, it's a, it's a Shakespeare joke. Oh, okay. Iago's the villain. So, oh, I didn't get it. Okay. I got so it. Stan Lee's <laughs> voice is really just 
Gilbert Gottfried's. No, Stan Lee is down here and maintains kind of this level. He doesn't go as as manic or as high, but he does get excited, and when he does, he over-renunciates. I don't mean to be rude, but he doesn't really talk much anymore. So. Oh. Yikes. Can, it, womp, womp. can you go from Stan to Gilbert? I just want to see how it sounds. So I'm sitting here with Gilbert Gottfried. It's exciting to see you today, oh, I feel like Gilbert. I'm transported. I've always wanted to be the Human Torch in the Fantastic Four. Yes. Oh, it's like we're yes. there. Just close your eyes. I think you'd be an excellent Human oh, Torch, that was Gilbert. Good. That was good. That was... Excelsior. Oh, man. <laughs> Wait, now Gottfried's saying Excelsior. Excelsior! <laughs> It's 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 very yeah. That it's was, very close. Wait, but you never saw Gilbert and Stan in the same room at the same time. Oh. Does that mean Gilbert's dead? Well, I don't think so. Or maybe he just killed off the Stanley character. He did, yes. did lose a lot of money from that Affleck. That's it. Yeah. Gilbert absorbed Stan. Oh, mm-hmm. there it is. Like like multiple man, just kind of inside of it. <laughs> that, that would be. That would be. I'd read be that. Terrifying. Yeah, I'd, <laughs> I, but I'd read it. All right. <laughs> uh, yes, welcome back to the basement. Uh, joining us, uh, he'd read it. He's Jay Whitaker. Hey, what's up? I got a boot on my car. Right I was now? at work. I was, I was last working. night. Yeah, I was, oh. like this a, morning. a I was wedge. Working, or I was a... working the bar because last night we were at the Fan X meeting, and you said I'm headed to. Uh, yeah, I was going to work. Yeah, to I was work. going to work at the bar. Is it a thigh high or? No, it's a Timberland stiletto. And And like, I was in such a good mood after I left work. It was like 3 3 a.m. and Mm -hmm. bar closed out. I babysat millennials and then like I walk out and I go, (laughs) and then I see a boot on my car. I didn't even get mad because I was just like. You're not like me. I'd be fucking furious. I I was like, all I said was, there's a boot on my car. And that was it. And then I just went, I called a lift and like went home. But then I had to get up at eight. <laughs> he left his car there. Yeah. Well, what do you do? Well, it's not going anywhere. It's not, it's not going you, anywhere. So yeah, don't you call somebody to get it taken was, off? Yeah. Well, I, that's why I got up at eight and <laughs> and uh, got the boot off my car. And I had to wait for the dude to get there. So I had to Uber back to my car. And then uh, I was kind of pissed. But like, In the morning. Yeah, because he, he made me wait for it. I already paid off the shit. And then, you know what they got me? They did this shit to me. I was at work, man. For, it was a parking ticket that I didn't pay from five years ago. Can That's you? what they got you yeah, for? Yeah, like, I, I looked at this, and it was like, yo, five years ago? Five years ago. That's before I... No, actually, I, that was during my... When I started the show. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> um, I just paid a huge uh, parking ticket and boot off my car. Come see me on shows. <laughs> come see me. If you got friends in Buffalo, uh, New York, uh, come see me this week. Um and then uh, see me. In I, l- I left that for you. This there week. you go. There you go. Uh, I don't know if they've changed or not. But they have changed a little bit. But go to tour.drybarcomedy.com. But you won't find this show if uh, on the on the website. It's at uh, in, I'm in Boston. I'm at Laughs Boston, April 12th and April 13th. I'll be opening for uh, Dulce Sloan from the Daily Show. She's amazing. She is. Yeah. So make sure you come to that one if you know friends in the Boston area. Come see ya, boy. Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm good. All right. He's good. <laughs> yeah. He's Jimmy Martin. You know the fucking trick to that is that you buy one of those boots like off eBay. Yeah. And you put it on your car so they think you already got booted. Ooh. And you, smart. and you just take it off when you go home and say fuck you, bitch. Mm-hmm. What if What if they double down and be like, oh, this no. motherfucker think he oh he think he's slick with his little Amazon Prime ass. He says Fisher Price on yeah. it. <laughs> he just boots the other tire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I lost the keys. <laughs> Oh, watch me on KSL, Big Booty Mouth Off. You can read me in Slug, and you can also uh, 
Oh, God, where else? Geek Show and Mediocre Show. Uh, at the end of this episode. This is a big motherfucker. Yes. Yeah. The big red cheese. It was, I can't believe it's been three weeks. <laughs> like, I know, right? Shit. <laughs> DC's excited, and so does Warner Brothers. No, uh, they, they know, man. The they, in- they know. Yeah, it's the interviews with the cast of Shazam. So you've That's got uh, Asher Angel and Jack Dylan. Is it Glazer? The kid from It. Yeah, the, the with, two with, kids. With the cast. Mm-hmm. You got our villain, Mark Strong. Such and then you got voice. Uh, just announced recently coming to next month to Fan X. You've got uh, Zachary Levi. So he's going to be a huge star. Yeah. yeah. The, like the timing for that Fan X, I mean, you couldn't ask for better yeah, timing. Exactly. No. That's, a, that's a really good get. Oh, my God. Now, this this movie is just going to take right off. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's big with superheroes. Are you going to review it this episode, this? too? Can you? Yeah, I can. Okay. Yeah. Fra- franchise saving? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. What'd you say? Franchise saving. Is this movie of DC mm-hmm. or, or think, setting? Yeah, I think setting. I mean, okay, because if you look at or oh, the vibe, yeah, the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's kind of falling apart over there. I mean, they have to get a new Batman. Yeah, they're doing a whole new Suicide Squad. Yeah. You know, people. But uh, they got James Gunn involved, so that's going to be. Oh yeah, that's no, no, going to no. work. I'm not yeah. saying it's going to be bad, but and I saw that they're bringing Captain Boomerang back, um, which I Captain think is great. Boomerang. I like Captain Boomerang. I like so. Captain um, Boomerang. So, uh, but yeah, no, I think I don't know if it's a I think game it's, changer. It's, but I think you're kind of right, like a reset. Or no, something. I think I think that DC has figured their shit out. They they were going to do the opposite Marvel thing, you know, where Marvel built up to the team ups. They started with the team ups and thought they'd work their way down, and then they went, no, that's fucked up. We can't do that. Yeah. So they they get Wonder Woman they have to going come together for a good cause. Yeah, they get Wonder Woman going, and, and that's a solo thing. You got Aquaman going, and that's a solo thing. Aquaman. Shazam. Mm-hmm. And then the you know the next one, Suicide Squad, I believe, or uh, what is the next DC movie? I think the next yeah. one's Wonder Woman. No, it's the uh, oh, no, yeah. Joker. Harley, it, one's the Harley. Joker's comes up, and then Birds of Prey. Yeah, yeah, Birds and of then Prey. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman yeah. sequel. That, that Emancipation of Harley Quinn. Yep, I'm mm-hmm. here for the shit, man. So I, I think they maybe figured it out. I think, and, and I think that's good for them. It's a good time for them to do it though, because I'm not joking. Like I know they had to push back Wonder Woman. Flash are having a whole shit storm now again yeah, with, like, yeah, with yeah. the script, and then yeah. uh, they're gonna have to find a new Batman. So yeah, just you know, and maybe a new Superman. I hope they don't. I really, really like yeah. Henry yeah. Cavill. I like Cavill. Yeah, but he's Fine. done. I liked Affleck. I didn't, you know, <laughs> didn't really have. A he kind of walked him. back I, on his statement that he was done a little bit. But I like we'll my see. Superman with chest hair. <laughs> so does Gina. I do like my hairy, hairy <laughs> Superman. She <laughs> likes her hairy Superman. <laughs> She's sitting in for Lee. She's our oh. returning champion, Rebecca Frost. Hello. Hi. Give me a hairy Superman or nothing. <laughs> 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 Curls all over his body. <laughs> Not just the forehead. Where can we find your stuff? Uh, BigShinnyRobot.com. Yes. Yeah. Do you have one of those robot names? Or are you just Rebecca Frost? Just Rebecca Frost. Good for you. Yeah, they moved, they moved away this. from they moved away Good from for the you. robot names. Good for you. If you were to give me a robot name, what would Hmm. I don't have one. Okay. Marvelatron. See, I was thinking MarvelCon. Yeah. How about Robeka? Marveltron? Robeka. Dude, that's like the easy... Oh, dude. <laughs> Low-hanging fruit. Low-hanging oh, fruit. Uh, <laughs> Robeka. I am Robeka. That's just like a shitty 80s like sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> that small wonder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said it was low-hanging. <laughs> he said it was low-hanging. He is the uh, designated driver, producer of the program. He is too tall, trill, Tony, quad hey. T. Hey. That's my Twitter name, too. At Quad T Tony. Mm-hmm. Check that. me out there if you feel like it. Uh, or every week here on the Geek Show or every other week on the Gadget Spot. G Spot! Yeah. Yikes. How are you doing, Mr. B? Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's here. I'm here to participate. It's good to see you. <laughs> hey, thanks. Good to see you. Yeah. <laughs> we have fun. 
Yeah, we do, don't we? Huh? Yeah, I know. You got to go back to work next week, but you know, I got tomorrow. That's today. No, oh. the day after tomorrow. Yeah, is Spring Break 2009 over? Yeah, oh, tenth anniversary. 2019's yeah. over too. Yeah. Did did you did you tenth anniversary? Did you on the Spring Break? Did you conquer any fears? Did you right any wrongs? Did you? Nope. No. Slept a lot. Oh, good. Enjoyed not feeling like a miserable piece of trash. <laughs> I can <laughs> motherfucker. I can appreciate that. That's yeah. good. All right, that's that. Uh, you should get a boot on your car. I, know, I, one. <laughs> I only feel that way on weekends and on long breaks. Um, oh, and when I'm doing the Big Shiny, Big Shiny Geek Show pub quiz. Yes. Right. I almost fought an old guy. <laughs> I missed this whole fucking yeah, thing. I, I heard, heard about this. What happened? What happened? What happened? I, was doing, I was doing around, and this, this old man, this old drunk old man, I thought, this guy's a fucking asshole. <laughs> and he was serious? Go, yeah. To you? Yeah. Yeah, this guy's a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and I, I'm just going, I'm like, fuck you, old man. In <laughs> <laughs> his jogging's like, uh, yeah. was a windbreaker. And he, was, he wanted to fucking punch me. They had to, they he had was to, pacing. Did I he, saw him pacing. I didn't see him get into like, your face. Did he feel that you were mistreating people? I don't think he liked my roundabout poop. Was he even there to participate, or was he just getting his burger? He was just was there. He one of those Sounds like guys. he was the fucking asshole. Was he one of those kind old of. guys where if he was like concentrating on something, his mouth is like wide open? Yeah, it's kind of like that. But then it, <laughs> fuck, you know who doesn't keep his mouth wide open? Our host, Carrie Jackson. <laughs> oh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. Now X- I'm going to be staring at the whole time. <laughs> X96.com. All right. Um, He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, wait. Charlie, really, really did, you, did you say when? Oh, no, here? he didn't get to I'm plug sorry. his Oh, that's okay. Wednesdays. You were fine. That's Wednesday, 7 fault. o'clock. You know when it is. Maybe he'll get his. Oh, you get to see me get punched by an old man. I that'd be worth worth the wait. You should do to, a you should do a round dedicated to that guy. Just asshole get, man. Get to learn him. Get to learn about yeah. his life. Yeah. You know, his struggles. Movies in which old people get punched. Yeah. Cocoon. Ooh. Do a movie. Short uh, Circuit Two. A roundabout mouth breathing. Yeah. <laughs> that one with Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau. Batteries Grumpy not included. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Captain Marvel. Yeah, Folks. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Cocoon. Yeah. Classic Cocoon Two. Electric oh, we just did it. Boogaloo. We did the round. Don, Danny Glo- any, any movie with Danny Glover? Uh, oh, you could go... Uh, He's getting too old for you that. You could get really deep. The Sunshine Boys with uh, <laughs> George Burns, uh, Walter Matthau. Oh, The Odd Couple. Yeah. yeah. Odd Couple. That was my shit. All right. Uh, so... Driving Miss Daisy. We're going we're gonna to be... <laughs> Grease book. That one, yeah. We're gonna, we got a lot of stuff to cover. We're also going to do some Batman stuff because it's Batman's anniversary. Batman! Yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk about Batman coming up. Uh, but I got a lot of stuff to uh, uh, news here. Now, Shannon, you have the DC app? Yes. Who? I do. You I do, do too? Yeah. I use a friend's. I'm very excited for the DC app news that you're about to talk are, about. Are you, uh, are, are, you're all liking it right now, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, that was good news. now you're about to hate it. <laughs> I only use it for Doom Patrol. <laughs> That's one of the best things on there. I yeah. um, that. Yeah. Well, at uh, WonderCon this past weekend, it was announced that DC is opening up its vast comic book history to subscribers. Oh yeah, of DC Universe, which is this awesome. Is, this is what I've been waiting for. Uh, described as the ultimate <clears throat> DC digital comics library, the addition of what's called many thousand of single issue comics published over eighty years. Uh, it's going to be an ongoing process. But uh, the future DC single issues are going to start adding them uh, uh, in April. The current issues uh, will be added a year after publication. 
So, you know, you're the one you pick up at the yeah. comic book store, it'll be available on the DC Universe app in a year. That's pretty much the same way Marvel Unlimited works, it'd be too. Actually, it'd be pretty cool pretty on close. their app if uh, to keep it like real comics. Like, only one person could look at one issue at a time. Oh, my gosh. It's only one issue. <laughs> hey, man, finish it up. <laughs> you can message the guy that has the comic. <laughs> Come on, man. Quit hogging Flashpoint. Come on. I know you haven't read it yet. <laughs> I'll get to it. Um, also revealed was the May 31st debut date of James Wan's Swamp Thing series. Oh, I can't wait for that. So May 31st, it's rated, it's rated R, apparently. Uh, well, if it were, if it were rated, it would be rated R. TVR. TV. TV Ma. TV Ma. I'm TV Malv, apparently. Malv? Malv. What does that mean? M-A-L-V. I'm TV Malv. Is that like, a, like the color mauve? Malv. Look it up. <laughs> I'm going to right Material now. Material for language and violence? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Oh, okay. You? No nudity. Mm-hmm. But I'm TV Malv. Yet. Yes. I think I'm TV Malv too. I'm you probably are. about the violence. Well. <laughs> oh, you're writing it very aggressively. I see it. <clears throat> Oh, Whoa. Right. Um, let's see. So there's Swamp Thing. Uh, also, uh, July 2nd return for Young Justice Outsiders. Yeah, yeah. And the news that the second season of Titans has been scheduled for the fall. Debut of the animated Harley Quinn series launching in late fall. Uh, additionally, dates were uh, given for the addition uh, of the service of the first season of Sci-Fi's Krypton for the, for the DC Universe app. Uh, the animated movie Justice League versus the Fatal Five, Ooh. April fifth and April sixteenth. It's two parter, I guess. And then finally, they were the fir- uh, the people at WonderCon were the first to see Breck Bassinger as Courtney Whitmore, Star Girl, Star Girl. Oh yeah, in her costume. It's such a cheesy outfit for the upcoming yeah, series like of the same name, straight out of the comics. Yeah, yeah. and it's uh, that that'll debut in twenty twenty from Jeff Johns and Greg Berlanti. So if you're a DC fan, you're very happy, and, and if, if you're a DC fan, you don't have this DC Universe it's, app. It's good. It's like you really should. Yeah, it's there's enough content on it that you could subscribe now. I think and be happy with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think so. Uh, speaking of the DC Universe app, they have confirmed uh, Superboy is coming to Titans. But we yeah. saw him. We saw him at the end of. So excited! I saw him and Crypto. The first season. Mm-hmm. I was like. The end of Titans, I was like, I don't know why I like this and why I keep watching, but then they show yeah. Superboy, and I'm like, okay, I'm okay, I'll tune in. Newcomer Joshua Orpin, whose credits are mostly uh, shorts and TV shows in Australia, will be playing Connor Kent. That's going to be weird to have Superboy with an accent. Hello. <laughs> I'm Superboy. Oh, I'm Superboy. Look at my X-ray vision. You can't see it. Uh, Connor true. Kent, the my second. My son Crypto. See my dingo, Crypto. Connor Kent's the second Superboy, following Superman's use of the uh, title in his youth. Oh, okay, because he was Superboy then. All right, okay. I see how that works now. Uh, The Adventures of Superman number 500 is where he first appeared. Okay. Uh, The existence of other A-list heroes within Titan's larger universe was already confirmed, apparently, in the season. Mm -hmm. Uh, They incorporated uh, Cadmus into the plot. Mm -hmm. That's where Superboy was with Crypto. Mm Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Also, you know, while we're talking about DC, let me just say this. If you're not, wa- I never thought I, these words would come out of my mouth. If you're not watching Supergirl, you're doing it wrong. I'm, I'm behind, but I think it's been really good this year. Yeah, season. same. Have you seen the Lex Luthor episodes? Oh, with John Cryer. No, yeah. Here's the thing. 
really good. Really? Yes. Jay's, uh, he's a good actor. Just he was in a shitty sitcom. This most recent episode, The House of L, where we get uh, Red Daughter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. they finally start explaining this uh, this Russian mm-hmm. chica. Okay. And it's, again, like we like we were saying about the earlier parts of the season, it's getting political yeah it's mm. it's commenting on what's going on and huh. you know we all we we were attacked by the russians a couple of years ago let's yeah. let's not joke about it yeah. it, it happened right. and gone. and it's exactly it's <laughs> they're doing this in this in the story what? it's that's her name red dawn yeah. no guys that, that it happened red dawn's a real thing no that's <laughs> two movies that were fake <laughs> wolverines <laughs> Let's be honest. And, there's only one media. Thor was movie. there. <laughs> yeah, Thor showed up. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, you should be watching. Uh, Everybody tells me John Cryer's good. It's, he's, it's hard for me to believe, but he's actually quite good because he can do the com- little comedic thing, yeah, but yeah. then he can turn right around and be a mean son of a bitch. Fuck yeah, man! I got to catch up on that. You show. just got to watch him in a movie called Hiding Out. It's really good. Okay. It's where his fake name is the coffee can because it's in the room, so his name is Maxwell Hauser. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shut the fuck up! I remember, makes, I remember that movie. It makes such perfect a bad sense. Movie. Max Hauser. He's, he's being hunted down by the mafia and hitmen. Mafia. So he goes back to high school. Tends <laughs> to be a punk rocker. Yeah, because you know, thirty-five year olds always look like high schoolers. <laughs> Man, I'm fucking. Hey, I know I, I can. Twenty-one pass. Jump Street. Yeah, <laughs> I am thirty-five years old. I work at a bar where I. Basically, the average the the average age is like twenty two, and I'm like I'm looking at these, these kids. They, they look fuck- like they look like you know they belong on a playground. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> there's there's just no way. Yeah. I'm the oldest no person at my work, and I'm twenty nine. How? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's a daycare. They're she all works children. They're all children. I talk to them, and none of them respond. <laughs> Let's do oh, a red dog. Only through back. text, right? They get back to you on text. <laughs> Only emojis. I don't understand what this means. <laughs> no, don't. It's not texting. What is it? TikTok now? Is that, TikTok. is that what the kids Aren't are doing? We? TikToks. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Kiki is doing, yeah. I guess. She's a kid. I don't know. All right. Uh, let's see. Now uh, to the Marvel Universe. I got uh, a bit of stuff here. First MCU. of all, some casting. Ooh. Ooh. Hit us. Um, so the Eternals is one of the projects I saw that. they're working on, right? Uh, and I'm not familiar with with the Eternals, and I guess I ought to... stupid. I, you know, it was the space comics, and at the yeah. time that they were out, I just wasn't into the space comics. That's the direction they're going. It's, and, yeah. That's a Jack Kirby thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it is. And yeah. the Eternals, they're, they're, like, pretty much, like, some of the most all-powerful in the, in the Marvel Universe. And it's some really dense, like, Tolkien-like, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot happening. I've never really been a fan. You, better, you yeah. better figure it out. It's yeah. coming. Yeah, there's like what? There's one. There's one guy where it's, uh, there's uh, there's all these different entities. There's like there's there's one eternity. There's the the living tribe. This is like living tribe. No, no, this is like. Or this. no, or I'm thinking Celestials. My bad. Yeah. That's my my, my yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're talking to Angelina Angelina Jolie. Wait, is Eternals uh, DC or Marvel? It's Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. Okay, the Eternals. Okay. It's their version of the new gods. Is yes, all it is. that's all. Well, it I mean, is. I, I sometimes confuse the Eternals and the Inhumans. Yes. Yeah. They're different, though. They well, they already ruined. The- they hang out together. They, but oh, I mean, they hang like, out together. Okay. To me, that's the right direction to go. Go to space. It's it's boring here. <laughs> uh, the Eternals and the more monstrous offshoot known as the Deviants uh, were created by cosmic beings called the Celestials. Okay, there we go. Uh-huh. So that's that's the tie-in. My bad. Uh, details about the movie are under wraps. Uh, one aspect to the story uh, involves the love story between Icarus, a man fueled by cosmic energy, 
Well, that's, you know, it's, sorry, it, no, on. it's just Viagra. And Circei, Circei, who relishes moving amongst humans, it's unclear who Jolie's going to play. Marvel didn't have any comment. Um, the director is uh, is a is uh, an indie director, which is why Angelina Jolie was probably interested in this. Hmm. Uh, uh, Zhao is her last name, and she uh, directed the writer and songs my brother taught me, and she is working from a script uh, that is in they're they're making this movie jolie's first superhero movie not her first comic book movie of course wanted. yeah, yeah she's wanted. wanted wanted was, yeah. wanted was kick-ass i liked that movie i liked it i loved it mm-hmm. which one wanted wanted, wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. good yeah. loved it and uh, she is also working on uh, an upcoming uh, maleficent sequel yeah and yeah. she is also a voice work on the book that you love shannon the one and only ivan she's producing that such a sad fucking story. So, <laughs> I have never gotten the obsession with Angelina Jolie. Like it's I, like, I, I mean, I get it, but like it's. I, and the way I always attribute it to it because when we go, you know, you guys have been out to San Diego Comic Con before, like that, and they have this press box right next to the stage, mm-hmm. and they won't just let you in there because they always said there's got to be room, there's got to be room. I went there for like five or six years. There's always fucking room in that press box for everything I saw, even when, like, when all the Avengers were there and everything, like the first time they ever came out. The only time that that thing was shoulder to shoulder, you couldn't breathe in that place, was when Angelina Jolie came out for Salt. Really? That's the only time. Huh. Yeah, and it was salt. in theaters like up the that. damn street. <laughs> you know, it was already out. <laughs> you know, like I'm sitting here looking, and I remember why I kind of thought the Eternals were stupid. It's basically a bunch of, it's like Marvel's ripoff of a bunch of DC characters. Well, what happened uh, was... It's like they're it, Superman, they're Flash, they're Wonder well, Woman. Kirby, uh. Kirby left, DC, left Marvel and went to DC and created New Gods. Yeah. And then he went back to Marvel and they said, do whatever you want. And he essentially did the, he did the Eternals, <laughs> well, which is the New Gods. He's like, yeah. I want to keep doing what I was doing yeah. over there. Right. I'll just give him yeah. the well, name. It gives them the opportunity to continue to build upon the Kree being the bad. Oh. Uh, oh. Experiments performed by Kree scientists on a captured Eternal led them to go to Earth and perform their own genetic experiments on a group of humans, thus creating the Inhumans. Yeah. So there's there a we go. direct tie-in, right? So, there. But this so, is, so you're saying that this new one though is kind of like their version of the like of uh, Justice League? Is that what you're saying? In a way, <laughs> because like yeah. Space Justice League. But if yeah. you think that, I mean, if that's the case, because I haven't read that, but like think about it just as a business standpoint, if if Disney's sitting there looking at Warner Brothers going. Yeah, they kind of fucked up Justice League. Let's make a better one. They have characters they could use that are a better version of, of that for the Justice League. You have like Hyperion and yeah. the Wizard and all the guys from the... Uh, I can't remember who made those people up. Squad but, but they're, yeah, so, Squadron Supreme. Supreme yeah. Yeah. Is Thanos an Eternal? Uh, he's a, Thanos. He's a Titan. Th- Thanos. Uh, but the thing is, though, is that Warner is working on a New Gods project. Mm. That's true. Oh, it's the it's, it's the director Ava, from uh, Ava Recoil, DuVernay. Yeah. Recoil yeah. Time, right? Yeah, I like yeah. Ava DuVernay. Yeah, she uh, she they asked her, says what what did which, she do? Selma. Well, they said which one of you, uh, yeah. which one of she these uh, DC properties would you like to do? She and said, she, and New she gods? said, I love Big Barda. I love that character. Yeah. Oh, love Big Barda and Mister Miracle. Yeah. Those yeah. are the coolest New Gods characters. Scott Free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, yep. one of the most intrigued. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Oh, I like Orion too. Orion's interesting. Yeah. And Granny Goodness. Oh, and Granny oh, Goodness. Okay, that's that's what I'm they saying, got like, a few. Yeah. That's what I'm an, saying. We're both right. There's what? an Eternal <laughs> called El Vampiro. Oh, he sounds cool. Eternal with is, Mexican features who masquerades as a vampire in his role as a wrestler in Los Angeles. Is he sparkly? I don't. Let's Shit. find out. <laughs> I mean, I, at this point, like, I feel like Marvel can do just about anything. Yeah, they really I mean, can. You know, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Sparkly vampires. 
Like, you know, we, we creepy paper. If Kevin, paper. If Kevin Feige gets his way all the way to like Dark Hawk, then I'll be like, you know what? <laughs> you've, like, you've gone too far. How about fucking Night Thrasher? Yeah. Uh, but you know what? What made me think that we, we've we've been saying that for a long time, and, and I've been saying it too, and it's true that Marvel could do anything. DC could too. If I they think just they like, could. got to the right people and they started doing it. Yeah. They started, like when they brought in James Gunn, they're like, yeah. and all of a sudden Marvel's like, fuck, let's bring him back. Shit. <laughs> 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 So, by the way, you do I, a Google search oh. for Vampiro when it takes you to a cocktail. Is, the, is there a cocktail? Yeah. Oh, and I, there's a real wrestler named Vampiro. Yeah. Too. Let's hear. Let's hear is the it, cocktail. Is yeah. it sparkly? Uh, oh, oh, oh no! Hold on, Google. Uh, it's no, one ounce Tom Cruise. Move, move along, move along. Did, All right. What happened? Um, Did something inappropriate pop up? No, just oh, just my the way my phone. I have it. I'm an old person mm-hmm. with technology. We can all see what's on the screen. I know we can see you. We can see you breathing with your mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> your glasses goes. are fogging up. <laughs> there she it goes. Is, <laughs> <laughs> it's fruit juice, spices, fruit soda, fresh lime juice, and tequila. Sounds good. A lightly carbonated and spicy taste. I like it. Uh, now, uh, back to Marvel and uh, Endgame. <laughs> so, there's a couple of things, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll finish up here. Oh, good, because I got to pee. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> He's a birdie bladder. I love you, but... <laughs> well, I know, I take some medications. I know, sir. I know, I know. <laughs> Is that what you're calling vodka? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call it. Um, Marvel and Disney haven't yet released the official, run- as, as of this recording, the official running time for Avengers Endgame, but uh, AMC Theaters and Fandango apparently accidentally posted it. Three hours and two minutes. God damn! Yeah, that credits, yeah, but credits so. going to be 20 minutes long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For all the thank yous. Keep, keep that yeah. in mind. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, but uh, so Disney and Marvel will likely, and, and this is true, um, you're forfeiting a showing a day in a theater yeah. uh, by having it that long. Wow. Wow. I, I like it, though. But that's not going to stop them from making more money. I mean, well, yeah. they're going to make more money with that movie than they would with any other. What are you guys no. going to wear? <laughs> Nothing. Probably t-shirt and pants. Nothing. Something, something waterproof. Pajamas. A catheter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Infinity War previously. <laughs> diapers. <laughs> Infinity War previously, the longest MCU title running time was two hours twenty nine minutes, uh, and that did fine as we as we all know. Uh, Warner Brothers Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight Rises was two hours forty five minutes. Felt like five. Um, let's see. So here are the movies that are three hours or more. That, in that, Marvel or just in general? No, just in general. Little Cloud little Atlas. Little. Titanic. Titanic was three I was minutes. Say, I hope that they stop Endgame to switch yeah. out the VHS so you yeah. have to put in the second yeah. VHS. Ooh. Oh, shit, he didn't rewind it. <laughs> <laughs> Be kind. Yeah, Titanic was three hours and 14 minutes, yeah. and it did fine. Uh, um, Godfather 2, maybe? No. Cloud Atlas was three three well, hours and Cloud 45 or something there. like that? Um, Lord of the Rings Return of the King <laughs> all the oh, fucking yeah. Lord of the Rings yeah. that had four Tree endings of, Tree of Life one of those yeah. movies Return, uh, Hobbits. Return of the King was three hours and twenty minutes yeah. it did fine uh, let's see uh, in terms of the MC Universe Captain Marvel runs uh, two hours and four minutes Avengers was two hours and twenty three minutes Age of Ultron was two hours twenty one minutes all right. Uh, if there is a press screening for uh, in-game, I would just say $5 for the first person, about an hour. You go, oh, God, this is boring. <laughs> How at, much longer do we have? <laughs> if at any point Doctor Strange says, I told you so, I will leave. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say uh, Transformers? I think all those are fucking God. five hours. They, they just they felt like it. They just feel like a week. No, no, that four one, hours that one I saw at you, and I go, God. Damn, this thing's got to be almost over, uh, right? And he's like, "No, there's no. about a fucking hour." That's the one that made me throw up. Yeah, yeah. No. That's you know what? Though? That's the one where the Dinobot showed up, and I said, 
I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't care anymore. <laughs> they finally show up and I'm like, I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't. I know one person that watched the last one, the the last night or whatever, and it was counts on an airplane. I'm like, oh god, why would you do that? Make that plane ride <laughs> longer. The going three hours, three hours and two minutes is going to apply though, because you know we're going to stay till the end of the credits, of course, for whatever stinger there is. Yeah, that's why they got Angelina Jolie on board. I hope there's, none. I hope there's yeah. fucking none. If there was no stingers, that'd be. A Marvel first. It's just Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> well, the Russo brothers, who hopefully Jimmy's going to be able to interview here soon. Yeah. Uh, the directors, um, they said, uh, if you thought that the, uh, you know, the spoilers in Infinity War, because there were a lot, there were a lot of stuff that, you know, we didn't expect to happen that happened. He says this one has even more yeah. than the last one. It uh, has to. Russo asserts that it's important for fans to protect themselves from spoilers. He says, I encourage, I encourage people to go opening weekend because I'm sure everything is going to hit the internet the moment the movie hits the screen. Of course, there's assholes out there. Well, um, doesn't it open in China like two, two days, days before? Days before? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like going dark, dark. Yeah, you, you, we'll probably need to. We yeah. probably will need to. There's a culture that monetizes secrets around these films, he says, an online culture, a media culture. That's fair, but it's also fair for the filmmakers to protect the story. Uh, that's why the Endgame uh, promotion is limited as far as information about the movie. And here's what he says. When I was 11 years old, I went to see Empire Strikes Back, having seen the Star Wars a bunch of times with my uncle. I was at the theater from 11 until 10 at night, watching Empire over and over again, wow. because I knew nothing about what was going to happen in the film beyond what I'd seen in the trailer that's in crazy. front of a movie once or twice. Information was so much more limited then. Uh, it was so shocking to me what happened that I was emotional watching it. That's the feeling my brother and I are trying to replicate for other kids who want to be surprised. That's why we limit the amount of information in trailers. That's why we obfuscate it. Is, we were is that the term? <laughs> we were talking about that. Audiences are so predictive. Everyone has a PhD in content now, and, and it's constant. The smallest clue in a trailer can ruin a movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's that obfuscate part that uh, we have noticed. That's like uh, Us was ruined for me just because when I went to go see Us, uh, the way that the trailers were set up and the way that the movie started, I knew everything that was going to happen mm. in the first five minutes. Really? Yeah. You're, you're smarter it's, than I am. Though, it's, I, I guessed it. Yeah. Like, like it's easy to guess it, but like. It and then you're like, oh shit, I'm confirmed right. confirmed yeah. because of what was released in the trailers. Yeah. There's a great thread on Twitter right now um, that I retweeted that um, shows basically why you should see the movie Us a second time. Because, yeah. And, the, and it, it's full of just shit that you missed. Jordan Peele retweeted it too. So, like, I'm pretty sure, like, if he didn't, if he was like, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah he so, agrees with yeah, it, obviously. Yeah, so no. he agrees with the top. And uh, there's a bunch of shit that we missed. Okay. Well, well real fast. Any directors want you to see this movie multiple times. Let's not, you know. <laughs> I mean, okay. you can say the same thing about the Russo brothers wanting you to see it opening weekend because they want to break the record. The guy who made you know. Pixels wants you to see it twice. It can happen. <laughs> There's a lot of I... subtle Easter eggs in that <laughs> Pixels movie. God. A lot of political commentary yeah. you may have missed. That movie. I, yeah. I agree with you, Carrie, though. It's just like how one subtle thing can like just blow a movie wide. I mean, I one morning I woke up and I got a notification that Theo Vaughn did something on his podcast and then I I, wa I watched that clip and then it whatever reason the next thing in my queue was this Hulk theory for for and I'm like it could happen but I'm just like fuck man. The the only thing I'm waiting on is 
Where's Adam? Like I'm, I'm, I'm getting nervous. Adam Warlock. Yeah, I'm like, where? Because mm, I'm just like, where's Adam? Like, in Guardians he's, Three. Uh, yeah, he might be a Guardians I, Three. I know, he's, but it's like, he's incubating. He's but still... it's just like, but he could still show up because, and I'm like, I'm trying because that you read Infinity Gauntlet. And yeah, Adam's. Adam I'm sorry, shows buddy. Up. I'm sorry. I know, but it's <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think they're going to take the time yeah. to introduce a new character in something this crowded. But, uh, would they? I mean, they do have three but, hours. But, it's, but, but, <laughs> but that's but that's the whole theory too, right? Is that Thanos isn't the big bad in Endgame? I've Which heard is, people think that Thanos would get taken care of pretty quick, and then it's all about getting it back to you know to where it's to not where fu- it the world yeah, not fucked yeah, up that's, anymore. Yeah, that's the one. But like, but then. Oh, but where's honey, he'll show up. You'll get your Adam. It's okay. It'll happen. It's Maybe not that movie, but one. Maybe not that Adam. Yeah, I bet it's I, I, Adam I, Driver might show up. I'll bet Ooh. it's in Ooh. Adam Scott. <laughs> oh, Adam Scott, yeah. I'll bet it's in uh, Guardians Three. I know, I guess. Yeah. Well, although, yeah, although would... I heard that what Gunn said was that Guardians Three really gets rocket centric. It's like you know, we we really focus on rocket. And I wouldn't be surprised. If oh, it would be Gunn. nice to figure out where the fuck he yeah. came from. And He's because a cybernetic that's, experiment. Because that's Gunn's favorite character is yeah. Rocket. Mm-hmm. And and so I wouldn't be surprised if we got his origin story and met uh, the, the otter that he was dating. He was yeah. Weapon X and the Alpha. Wal- <laughs> the, I'll be honest. Uh, the walrus. Out of, yeah. out of all 32 of those character posters that came out, Rockets was my favorite. It's my favorite. Yeah. I He's, love got, that. He's got his leather suit on. I his love goggles. Oh, my, my favorite one was uh, Pete from X-Force. Or uh, fucking... <laughs> Oh, uh, not, um, was it yeah. not, not Pete, but um, you know, Dave or whatever's fucking yeah. name was. Yeah. Regular, Rob, Rob Delaney from yeah. X Force. They, they did like a fake one Peter. for that one. Mine was the boss yeah, logic goose. Yeah, yeah. Well. Mine was uh, Avenge the Fallen, Stanley. Yeah, yeah no, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, but they, right. they fu- like Twitter was all fucked up about. The Avenge the Fallen ones. Oh, about Shuri. Yeah, because Shuri, Shuri was like, we were like, bitch, we didn't know. Well, if people just say that, that she's, she's yeah. in the trailer on the screen, that she's just missing. I thought, yeah. yeah, I thought. No, I thought we talked about it. That that she. That, but it know. wasn't confirmed. I thought yeah, the like Russo brothers said that this, she did. This could be obfuscation, guys. Could be. What the fuck yeah. is obfuscation? Hey, all I know is that <laughs> uh, I, my favorite was that Valkyrie's still alive. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, Yo, did y'all see that little uh, drawing that uh, somebody did of a. Uh, uh, Valkyrie, Valkyrie and Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel, yo, and well, they, they, they share both they share them with each other. Yo, that shit. I'm like, I'm here for that shit. Oh, okay, I'll... Jay, obfuscate. It's a verb. It's to render obscure. How you spell it? O b f u s c a t e. F u s. It is. <laughs> a, it means to render obscure, unclear, or unintelligible. That's cool. All right. See, that's not really the term, though. Yeah, I know. Flat out fucking lying is what or they also, did. You know? And I'm all for it. They're tricking you. Bewilder. Oh, to be wilder. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. That's a weird flex, but okay. All right. All right. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll be back. It, after <laughs> these messages, we'll, we'll be right back. We're back. <laughs> Where's Hulk? Cabin Fever has been serving the meek, the geek, and the freak in your life since 1982. Cabin Fever has been providing customers with hand-picked greeting cards, gift wrap, books, and gifts since it opened its doors in 1982. Originally located on the 400 South Block of Portocol, Cabin Fever also has its roots in the old Triad Center, Park City's historic Main Street, and Crossroads Mall. Currently located at the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, Cabin Fever has been helping the meek, the geek, and the freak since day one. They say everything old is new again, which is, for all accounts and purposes, the underlying theme of Cabin Fever. 
from sock monkeys, light brights, magic eight balls, retro lunch boxes, and candy. It's the go-to shop to relive gifts from yesteryear. There's so much more, though. Stop by, tell them Geek Show says hey. Talk exploitation shop with Dave. He's good for that. It's Cabin Fever, serving Utah for 37 years. In the heart of Trolley Square, at the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a card store. Haster Games at 6831 South State, or you can go to hastergames.com. If you're a gamer, you like to play games, especially board games like Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, or Pokemon, you're going to love Haster Games. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and Magic products, but they will buy your pre-owned board games and Magic products as well. Mondays are now board game nights at Haster Games. If you're looking to play some great games with some great people, Monday night is board game night at Haster Games. They have a couple of weekly groups, one playing strategy board games, the other playing more party-type games. Stop on by and give one or the other a try at least. Haster has open board gaming all the time. Feel free to grab one of your games from their 300 games library and just give it a try. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 p.m. on Sundays. As they say, it's a great place to stay and play. Haster Games. And we're back. Woo-hoo-hoo. All right. Yeah. And we're talking about Captain Marvel earlier. Ooh. Where's Adam? <laughs> Which one? Maybe he'll be in Captain Marvel 2. I don't know. Oh, he's he'll a cosmic character. He could be Captain he'll Marvel 2. He'll show up. <laughs> like I mean, Angel Adam? Um, but uh, McKenna Grace is her name. That sounds the, the cool. young Captain Marvel. Young Captain Marvel oh. has uh, she's busy. She's very busy. What's she doing? Well, she was on uh, well played Haunting of Hill House. That's so where wait, we first saw her. So you're talking about the, the younger actors, right? Yeah. So you can see that young actors can be good, unlike Dumbo. Oh, I know. <laughs> we'll get to that. Don't talk about the elephant that way. We'll get to that. Uh, she is uh, starring on Amazon's coming-of-age movie Zero, uh, Troop Zero, which was at Sundance. Uh, she's, of course, a young Carol Danvers. Uh, she is uh, uh, going to be with Kiefer Sutherland on uh, ABC's Designated Survivor. I'm the survivor! I thought that got canceled. It says here, it says, maybe she was on it. Okay. Um, She's going to be in one of the Conjuring movies coming up. Jesus. Uh, And uh, she is going to be... A Ghostbuster. I'm with it. Now, is she an actual Ghostbuster? I thought she was in Ghostbuster. She's super young to be a Ghostbuster. Well, Well, they're doing... That's irresponsible, those people to put They're doing this thing where they're doing, like, kids and adults. Yeah. Oh. Uh, She's she's 12. Uh, She has nabbed a starring role in the new Ghostbusters movie. Uh, The story uh, centers on four teens, one set older, one set younger, with a focus on one family in particular. So Finn Wolfhard is already in this from Stranger Things. That's right, yeah. And uh, Carrie Coon is going to be in it as well. Uh, and she's terrific in everything. Uh, so there it is. She is being described as the lead. I, I'm with it. See, I don't know. I don't think you should be putting unlicensed nuclear accelerators on children's backs. That's I true. Think I agree you know, with you. I mean, yeah, if you're, gonna, if you're not going <laughs> to vaccinate your kids, fucking don't put unlicensed They shouldn't shit do on. women, let alone girls. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, you guys brought up uh, Stranger Things just for a hot second. Yes. You guys saw the new uh, trailer. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, that, that, yeah, here's what I don't like about that. It, but I, it's, it, I move, <laughs> move toys. Move toys to scare our friend. I don't care if your nose bleeds. Just move the toys. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a nosebleed. 
It's easy. But that's she how... has to exert so much mental energy. Oh, you just took your head back goof. for 30 seconds. For a goof. <laughs> Stranger. Yeah, God. I've done worse for a goof. <laughs> Go on. Um, more casting. Space Jam 2. <laughs> Come on and slam. I thought we already had no, LeBron James and cartoon characters. Welcome it's, to the slam. I mean, yeah. uh, don't, don't you it's forget. It's an actress. I, I can't well, remember who it is. Uh, LeBron James needs a love interest. There yeah. needs to be a Bill Murray. So it's Bugs Bunny and drag. It's not Lola or Bugs Bunny <laughs> and drag. Be. Yeah, who is it? Uh, Shaniqua Martin-Green. Yes. From uh, Star Trek Discovery. Okay, yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. She's beautiful. I'm with um, it. But uh, yeah, so she's going to be in Space Jam. Who's she in Star Trek Discovery? Like she's, the main character. Yeah, Michelle. Yeah, she's, yeah. I don't recognize she's, her from yikes. Walking she's, Dead. She's then. the one that's be jamming in space. Yeah. She's Spock's sister. Yeah. yeah. Sister. She's going to slam. Welcome to the jam. <laughs> I need to start season two. It's good. I'm, it is. I'm going, I've, Yo. I've set aside time next weekend to jump in. Twilight Zone. April 1st. I'm so excited for that. Get that C- Hey, guys, get that CBS app. It, it's it's low-key pretty good. We're trying to sign up for their press app and their press you know, website. Hmm. I mean... Just saying. Yeah. Oh, Are they going to pull a goof on April 1st and just release all I of them? I could do that. Or none of them. So. Oh, six years <laughs> running. Uh, so there's that. A um, couple of quick things here. Um, abandon all hope, ye who thought the Marvel Netflix shows would be back. Because when you start selling the yeah, props, I saw that. Oh, that yeah. oh right, yes, <laughs> that means yeah. it ain't happening. Yep. Uh, but I would love Daredevil's helmet. <laughs> I would love. I would love a Luke Cage bulletproof. Luke hoodie. Cage, straight up. Yeah, the hoodie, straight up. I want They're the car door. Yeah. I know they are, but I want like the first one. Can I have some of Daredevil's blood? That's plenty. It's all over. I was going to say, I want the easy. car door that Kingpin used to smash that guy's head. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, want, I, want, I want one of Turk's guns. Just, just one of them. Or like one of his little hookahs. There's set- the balloon. Well, I mean, there's 750 pieces. Wow. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, I just want something that Rosario Dawson wore. That's yeah. all. I, you know. I think the <laughs> running creepy gag. creepy at all. The running <laughs> gag in the, in the uh, Marvel Netflix universe. <laughs> If I could reach you, I would uh, high five you. Rebecca. The running gag in Marvel's Netflix universe is Turk getting the shit kicked out of him Always. every fucking season. Always, uh, yeah. The, so they're selling all the props. Uh, I would love, you know, uh, uh, something from Daredevil because that would just be great. It's uh, propstore dot com slash Marvel. Uh, it will take place in Los Angeles, but you can bid online. And it's going to happen sometime in August. Well, I want an Iron Fist. I want a Danny uh, Rand tier. I was just about to say, I, was, I thought it was so funny that you all said Daredevil and Luke Cage items, but no Iron Fist no. items. I just or want, Jessica Jones. Well, they're not auctioning anything from Jessica I want, Jones. I they want, really should. I want, one of, I want one of David Tennant's suits. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, like well, anything that he wore. If I'm getting something from uh, from Iron Fist, I want uh, I want Misty Knight's robot arm. That's yes. what I want. Actually, for Jessica Jones, That's they can just take everything they use in season two and put it into a bonfire and just let it rip. <laughs> uh, give me, give me the the Jessica Jones mom bald cap. Um, there you go. <laughs> a couple of couple <laughs> of collection of wigs. I want the Ferris wheel. <laughs> couple of quick things, and then we're going to talk about Batman. All right, uh, for the anniversary. Mm-hmm. So Mark Hamill has something to say about. Our very own Senator uh, Mike Lee. <laughs> that fucking ass clown. Oh, jeez. So that shit this week. This mother's so, so weird. So Mike Lee. A velociraptor? So Mike Lee on talk, Monday talk. used, a, uh, among a bunch of other images, images of Luke Skywalker on planet Hoth. <laughs> 
uh, mocking the climate change concerns that uh, the Democrats have proposed in the Green New Deal. And all. He used a uh, bunch uh, of images. Yeah. I yeah. only know of the babies and the Reagan one. You know, he, he did Tauntaun. He did Aquaman. Aquaman on his giant seahorse. Is he yeah. trying to be a prop comic now or yeah. something? Yo, that I mean... shit would be dope. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lee claimed falsely that the Green New Deal would eliminate, eliminate the use of airplanes, uh, going on to suggest that people could travel to slash in Alaska on the backs of a Tauntaun. He, he said not only are Tauntauns carbon neutral, but according to one report... A long time ago, far, far away, they may even be fully recyclable for their warmth on especially cold nights. God, he just ruined fucking Star Wars. So, <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> fuck, man. So Mark Hamill, who is all over Twitter. That's the best one, and too. Ver- and very political. He, he at first thought that the image was photoshopped. I did, too. I thought, it, I thought, I thought it. so, too. A lot of us did. I got that Reagan Velociraptor tattooed on my body now. But when he <laughs> learned it was, in fact, a real thing... Uh, he uh, he tweeted, I was foolish to think this was Photoshop. Had I recognized that this guy was a Republican, I would have instantly realized that his argument against global war- <laughs> that it was his argument against global warming. Wah, wah. Hashtag Congress smells bad on the inside. <laughs> yeah. Hey, nice. that's straight from the movie. But then he really dug his heel in a few days later. He says, I didn't see that crap. Don't worry about it. I'm using an oversized photo of Mike Lee <laughs> as a prop. To push my MAGA hashtag morons always gaslight Americans. Nice hashtag trust the uh, trust the scientists agenda hashtag climate change. Uh, so yeah, so wow. once again making us proud. So fucking embarrassing. It's in, fucking embarrassing. Here in Utah. Calm down, Shannon. I, I mean, you're right, but calm down. I just feel bad that I'm not okay. like pumping out babies to help save the climate. Or yeah, something. that was the weird part. Why don't you take yeah. the blame? It's okay. Because more people is not the answer to save the climate. Yeah, okay. and, and that's that was another thing. I was yeah. like, wait a minute. So you mean to tell me? The guy from fucking Utah is telling everyone to have more. Yeah. I'm like, that's bad. the well, that that. And here's and here's his argument. It was that one of these kids will figure it out. I'm like, <laughs> what? what the fuck? But you know was, what the odds are? That no, was, they won't. That was no. his argument. <laughs> that was no. Oh my god. That was his. That argument. was his argument. Yeah. No, fuck that. I'm gonna support my. His real his real intention is you will you will be too focused on raising your damn kids to really pay attention to anything <laughs> else going on. But but here's the thing: is Bill that, Burr. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's the thing: is that we know how to fix it now. We don't need future baby with with this future baby. This magic, this magic knowledge that he thinks is going to pop out of somebody. So it, it's like you a know. shitty marriage, like where the Congress is married to America. He's like, you know how we fix this? Kids, have a kid. Yeah. Let's have some kids. Yeah, so we'll fix the everything. lobster, yeah. but America. Yeah, yeah but one of the kids will figure out. No, it's not going to figure it out. You know what it's going to do? It's going to hold up fucking traffic. Why yeah. does he look like the mailman? <laughs> Carl Malone. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. <Ooh>. Yeesh. <laughs> Don't worry, kid. Sports reference. Commodore. From me. Sports I know. Reference. Oh, hey, you guys. Yeah. Hi. Hey, Tony did a sports That's reference. Right. That That's was. Right. That was. Yeah. So fucking light up his DMs. Hey, light I, under, up his I understood Don't that. Don't be reference. so scared of ghosts. See? they yeah. more scared of you than you, they are of you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, before we break, and then we'll come back and talk about Batman. Um. Remember the goddamn you, uh, Wu? Yeah. From, uh, yeah, she hit me up. Yeah. Did she hit you up? Yeah, yeah. Good, because she she I she wanted to congratulations. Get in, she wanted to get in touch with all of yeah. us. Uh, Lisa Wu, who we uh, met 
At San Diego and, Comic-Con. At San Diego Comic-Con and had a great time with her. This is when Mike Tyson told, told us that we were fucking crazy. Yeah. That's right. It was like, we, and we just hung out with, with, with the woo. The and, and woo. you know, her uh, her Twitter handle used to be the goddamn woo. Yeah, that's the woo but she's report. changed it because, you know, she, she didn't want to upset people. I think she's on as the woo report now. Yeah. But uh, she has been hired as the new VP of sales and marketing at uh, Valiant Entertainment. Or no, nice. she was at Valiant. She's now at a wave blue world. Yeah, yeah. Which is a new indie publisher. Hmm, cool. Right. And she has been hired as the VP of sales and marketing. So congratulations to the goddamn yeah. woo. Good job, woo. God damn it. God damn woo. <laughs> God damn woo. God damn you right. VP of sales and marketing. God damn. <laughs> it's the 80th anniversary of Batman and after these messages we're going to talk about our, our favorite things about Batman. Yeah. After, after these, these messages, messages we'll be right, right back. God damn. Mike Lee needs to pull out. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening in April at Dr. Volt's. Oh, well, Dr. Volt's is happening to Wasatch Comic Con. I know that. Dr. Volt's will be at Wasatch Comic Con April 26th and 27th. So go down, say hi, meet some comic creators at the free admission Wasatch Comic Con at the Valley Fair Mall in Salt Lake. Also happening this month, War of the Realms, an alliance of dark forces from across ten realms led by Malekith, threatened to conquer the Earth. Will the combined might of the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, and Wolverine be enough to save the Earth from the Dark Elf and his army? Find out in Marvel's big summer event, War of the Realms, starting this month. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection opens seven days a week. Your hold service is free, and with that, you get a 10% discount on your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. I'm there most Wednesdays. We'll see you 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Hi, this is Carrie, and I'm here with my wife, Sue. Hi. I'm so proud of her. She started her own business doing what she loves. Tell us about my workout buddy. I believe that working out with someone will keep you motivated and accountable to your fitness goals, so I'm your workout buddy. I will meet you at your Salt Lake County gym or rec center for a 60-minute workout session. If motivation won't get you to the gym, my workout buddy will. So you will come to my gym? Yes. The more you know about your own gym's equipment, the less time you'll waste trying to figure out a routine. I think it helps build confidence and competency, and that makes going to the gym more enjoyable. But you're not my personal trainer. Well, I'm a a certified trainer, but this is not a personal trainer service. So what do you do? I am actually going to work out with you. I'll do cardio, weights, group classes, whatever you want to do. I will help you with options to make exercises effective and help you towards any fitness goals you may have. That's a great idea. How do people start? Well, message me on Facebook at my Workout Buddy SLC or email me, my workout buddy SLC at iCloud.com. One session is $20. If you cancel an appointment less than 12 hours before the start time, there is a $10 cancellation fee. And why is that? That's motivation and accountability. And if you tell Sue Geek Show says hey, you'll get half off of your first session, my workout buddy SLC. And we're back. Woo! Yeah. All right. Now I <laughs> I just completely ripped off this idea. I'm just gonna tell you. And, okay, but I but I know that that we have different opinions than than this website. This is a good website. It's okay. Io9, mm-hmm. and uh, they just wrote favorite memories of Batman. Said there's something about Batman this week. The character introduced in the pages of Detective Comics turns 80 years old, and in that time, so many people have used his story to tell their own stories in ways that look different, feel different, sound different, but at their core, share one common thing: Batman. 
uh, to celebrate this momentous occasion. The io9 staff has written about their fondest Batman memories, and I said, I don't want to read that. I want to talk to my people about <laughs> yeah. their fondest Batman memories. So, who wants to go first? I, 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 I still laugh every time because as a kid, when the first uh, Batman uh, Michael Keaton came out, yeah, yeah, I never, How old were you? I remember. Was, I was like six, maybe five. Okay. I remember all the kids were talking about it. Like they saw it opening weekend in my class. I didn't. And I wanted to fit in so bad, so bad. So I was like, yeah, I saw it when he jumped off the building. I was like, that was crazy. So you lied to him. <laughs> <laughs> that, but, but like he's I, got, he flies around like a bat and hangs up. Seriously, down well, but there was, this was before Batman <laughs> the Animated Series. This was yeah. like, so all I had was like the, uh, the Adam West stuff mm -hmm. and uh, like a little bit of the comics. And the cartoons, Justice right. League cartoons. But like Super really friends. my dad always watched like the – the Adam West stuff. And yeah. so, and so, um, I didn't have like, so I missed Michael Keaton's Batman. I didn't see it till probably two years later. Really? But I knew oh. the soundtrack by heart because my dad was a DJ and he oh. had the records all the time. Prince. So, so then and that's when I was like, yeah, and he was dancing. And like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that I was, was crazy. Yeah, but I had the Batman. I did. I had, I had all the stuff about, uh, about the movie, just never saw it because there was Batman trading cards with the old school bubble gum in there, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I had you know Brad toys. I had uh, Billy D. Williams, uh, you know, because it was Harvey, Harvey Dent. Dent. Yeah, but I, see, that's the thing. I, and I knew so much about the movie, but didn't. But but I remember just actually that seeing that first when I finally saw it, I was like, this is I still love it. And um, uh, the animated series for me just did like wonders because uh, it. It had that old school vibe to it. And yeah. There was no bullets in cartoons. That was like the first time you got to see like guns firing bullets in cartoons. Um, at, at my age, uh, GI Joe, they just fired lasers and everybody. And missed. And yeah. missed. <laughs> yeah. And then the planes would go down and parachutes yeah. always. Yeah, they were just <laughs> they were just stormtroopers without the uniforms. That's yeah. all they were. And yeah. then um, I like I re I remember just as the as the universe expanded with they started adding more and more people. Like I I, I really liked how. Uh, now, granted, I haven't read every single one, but I do like the fact that there's like this Batman family of just like you know Robin, Red Robin, um, uh, fucking Red Hood, uh, Batwing, fucking mm -hmm. Nightwing, fucking um, uh, what's the Night Runner, the French one with the do rag? Oh yeah, when he started Batman Incorporated. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah, like yeah. and like uh, Batwoman, Batgirl, like in like it was just I really got caught up in that, and I, I well, that's know. what that's what Batman kind of you know uh, exemplifies. Yeah, someone. Who is a normal person that can make a difference? Right. I mean, he's not normal, but you know yeah, what I mean. What he's, normal to you? He's not. He's <laughs> yeah. not. He doesn't have. I'm rich. He's just bitch. a regular yeah. normal guy. He doesn't yeah. have superpowers, and none of his people that work for him, or at least most of them, don't have superpowers either. I want you to go back home to your estate and think about that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Frankly, <laughs> like Wayne I said, shit. like Man, I said, fact, not quite. That's, he, that's not the quite thing normal. He was jumping <laughs> off in the trailer. Money. Yeah. Money's not a superpower. When, you, when, when, when you're jumping <laughs> off your diving board into your gold coin, you just let me know what that really means. Actually, normal. According to the last movie, Batman was in money is a superpower. He said so himself. Yeah, yeah that's true. Anybody else? Uh, yeah, definitely for me, I got to echo a little bit of... Uh, of You didn't see the movie either? No, 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 not that. You, you, you mentioned seen it. He Jay, jumped off Jay, the building. Jay mentioned the animated series, and whenever I hear this part... Fuck! Oh, man. That is a damn good theme. Oh, yeah. I want to fuck. I, I hear... <laughs> 
I hear that opening what? intro, and it always just gives no? me the chills. Okay. That is a damn good thing. So good. Yeah. Kevin Conroy and is my Batman. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. It, that, but honestly, for for me, that that was my Batman. Uh-huh. Kevin Conroy. And Kevin, that, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill as the Joker was like my yeah. superhero DC mm-hmm. introduction. And the whole as animated series is on the DC app. Yep. Yeah, yeah you can watch episode. it all. And then and, later and, on, when they did Batman Beyond, and you had Kevin Conroy yeah. playing old man Batman. Yeah. Oh man, it was so cool. I'd I'd love for him to do a live action Batman Beyond. Oh, so awesome! That would be cool. That Denny Elfman score still gives me chills every time I hear it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. that one still um, good for me. Like, I mean, to the, the 1989 uh, Batman. Because uh, one thing I love with movies are, are cars. Yeah, and if you think I like the DeLorean. I love that fucking Batmobile from 1989's Batman. It's so cool. It, yeah, I still think it's one of the coolest fucking cars ever. Like, and there's that rad shot when he's just hauling ass with Vicky Vale in the in the passenger seat, and he's just like going, all the leaves are blowing and like that. And yes, you start seeing like the wall coming up, and like she's like, but and she starts screaming like that. And yeah, he drives right through it. Oh my god! And then anytime he just fires it up and it blows it, you know, you know, the torch out the back, just like the the 66 Batman. Mm-hmm. And that's a great fucking car too. Mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, the ones in Shul Schumacher's now, nah, fuck those. Yeah. And, I liked and, them. I, <laughs> uh, I, didn't, I never cared for them, but... They were I, extra um, as fuck. They, it ruined, <laughs> those ruined it for me when you saw the giant fin wobble on the top. Yeah. I was that, like, come on. I always thought, too, uh, in Batman Returns, uh, when he's hauling ass from uh, Danny DeVito and all of them, and like he goes to that narrow hallway and it blows apart all the sides and it goes really thin. Yeah. like that. Yeah. I'm like, who picks up all that shit that he just dropped off? <laughs> no, the, no, the real thing you want to focus on is... Why in the hell are you hauling ass from Danny DeVito? Yeah, <laughs> but then and then also, I mean, all my, and we're going to talk about this later because I told you my my idea, and we'll get to it when we talk about reviews. But one of the coolest fucking shots is with the Batwing, and it he's hauling oh, yeah. ass, and he goes up to the moon, and, just, oh, and, it, yes. and it's got that one moment of just uh, just no gravity, and it yep. just comes back down like all you know, just fluid. So cool. And uh, but I was wondered when he's hauling, you know, when he's when he's coming down at Joker, and he's you know, standing from those floats, and he all fucked up. Uh, and he's got the target right on him, and he's just and it just completely misses him. Who built that fucking Batwing? We had rockets on it. Worst targeting computer ever. It was right on his chest. So, yeah, that. And then personal memory, though, we used to go visit my grandmother down in Florida for either Christmas or Thanksgiving. We always switched off with our cousins. And I'll never forget, my dad went to go, uh, just like, oh, I got to go to the grocery store like that. And he goes, oh, I picked something up for you guys, too. And it was the VHS copy of 1989's Batman, mm-hmm. like that. And so my brother like, oh, because, like, you know, back in the day, we didn't know. Like, they didn't have, like, release dates, like, at least not, you know, available on the internet and stuff. Sure. So we sat there, we probably watched that movie seven times in a row. Because <laughs> all she had were, like, golf videos. And we're like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> the year was 1997. <laughs> <laughs> and I was two years old. I was eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> I was this many. And introduced... To Chris O'Donnell and Alicia Silverstone. Oh, you started with that one? Yeah, it's what's what I remember. <laughs> well, for an eight-year-old, that would have been cool. But like, I no. just I remember <laughs> hanging out in my apartment complex's parking lot doing spin kicks. <laughs> I just well, I just loved Alicia Silverstone. She so was a great bad girl. Much. She was fun. Yeah, she, she did. actually she did great. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that was the same weekend I got hit in the face with a metal baseball bat, and then subsequently all of my Batman cares in the world just left. Because <laughs> ever since then, I'm just I. Uh, I just never, never since. <laughs> a bat ruined your Batman? Yeah. Because you're, you're saying bad sure girl. Did. <laughs> uh, uh, for me, it was running home every day after school to watch uh, Adam Batman West. 66. Yeah. You know? Adam like, West, man. Yeah, on uh, Channel 13. Yep, me too. Um, loved it. And I thought, you know, and I took it serious. Oh, yeah. 
You know what I mean? I was yeah, like, we, oh, we shit. Didn't, we didn't know it was a joke. <laughs> yeah. We, we thought they were in genuine peril yeah. in a giant coffee cup tied up yeah. when a giant coffee pot was about to pour <laughs> boiling hot coffee on them. Yeah. <laughs> we thought uh, that was, they were in trouble. <laughs> How old were you guys? I was I was older than 32. you. Thirty-two. Well, no. <laughs> it's like me running home from elementary school. Okay, all right. You know, yeah, and right. uh, and then seeing uh, the first Burton Batman movie with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. We did. <laughs> and we were just like, oh, what the fuck? What? That was a good superhero movie, <laughs> right? We said, they did Batman. Yeah. They did it right. <laughs> now, um, we, well, we went through that kind of weird evolution where. Uh, you know, when we were little kids, we loved Adam West. We loved that. Ba- that was Batman. Yeah. And then we got older and started reading the comics, and we're like, "That ain't Batman." What the fuck did they do to Batman? <laughs> Fucking Adam West. See, I, yeah. I was completely the opposite. You I know? grew up with the Dark Batman. Yeah. And then I saw the Adam West stuff, and I was like, "What did they do to Batman?" <laughs> and see, then we get then we get the Dark Knight, and then we get yeah. uh, then we yeah. get the Michael Keaton uh, Batman, and we're like, "Yeah, see, they're doing Batman right." <laughs> and and as we got older, we went. I see what they were doing with Adam West. Yeah, I get still, it. That's still good. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to this day, one of the Batman movies still has one of my biggest philosophies of when I review films or even consider films that are coming into play is because I remember when they first announced Heath Ledger playing the Joker. I was like, what? Mm, yeah. No. That guy? And, and see, yeah. and I wasn't familiar enough with him to have an opinion. Yeah. And I didn't so. think he was bad. Like, you know, he's yeah. always been a good actor, but I was just like, I don't know about him playing the Joker. And then when I saw it, I was like, what the fuck? You know, and to this day, I'll tell anybody to go to hell if they didn't think he was, would win that Oscar if he was dead or alive. Live. I agree. He oh, yeah. exactly. absolutely earned it. Exactly. Hundred percent. Um, so yeah. So I mean, anytime I hear like a weird cast, I'm like, yeah, show me what you got. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, the the Adam West Batman, I used to play Super Friends with Brian Carson next door, and he insisted on being Superman, and I was fine with that because <laughs> I wanted to be Batman, and so Mom made me a Batman cape, yeah. and so I had the Batman cape. And I don't know if you can see it. Over here, this this is from when I was four right, or five. Oh, the plate? plate. I yeah. saved my plate, bowl, and cup set. <laughs> my Batman plate, bowl, and cup set. Uh, so that that's that's a, a fine memory of Batman that I have. Um, another one is Batman Returns. This is how you know you're not dating the right person. Just real quick here. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, I'm excited about seeing Batman Returns. And my girlfriend at the time is... You just want to see Michelle Pfeiffer in tight leather. And I said, well, yes. Yeah, yeah that's a bonus. <laughs> that's a bonus, but do you know who I am? Have you not noticed all of this shit around me? Uh, you all know, these toys? All these toys, <laughs> these comic books. Have you not paid attention that this might just be... Yeah. I'm wearing a Batman t-shirt. You know, <laughs> I did. It's uh, not a Catwoman t-shirt. It's not about Catwoman. Yeah. It's about the whole thing. And and that's why I went, she really doesn't know or understand me. Yeah. You bought her the Catwoman costume, you're kicking it under the bed, like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I know. <laughs> but, uh, uh, and then standing in line to get uh, Frank Miller's autograph for Sin City. Yeah. Why'd you stand in line? Jay knows him. I mean, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> fucking guys, you fucking yeah. morons. But, Could have hooked uh, you up. But to me, that's uh, Dark Knight Returns is such a great take on... Game, on kind the, of a game changer. On the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Just a great take on it. And, and then there was this big argument uh, this past week with Zack Snyder uh, when he was up at Paley <laughs> Fest and he, oh, he, yeah. he chastised the audience. There was a screening of Watchmen yeah, yeah. and a Q&A and... And uh, he chastised the audience. Somebody in the audience says, uh, Batman doesn't kill people. 
BS. And he uh, he's, he looked at them all and he said, uh, oh, grow the fuck up. Yeah. Of course he kills people. And people asked me to weigh in on that. And, well, does he or doesn't he? And I my default answer to questions like that is, who's writing it? Yeah. Exactly. yeah. That's any superhero battle or yeah. anything. Yeah. If Zack Snyder yeah. is writing him, then he kills people. Yeah. I just wanted to see Martha as both the mom. Martha's <laughs> so the really one brothers? mom. Yeah. yeah. What, if, what, what if that's yeah, a Martha gets around? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was he was, mis, he was misquoted. Uh, his quotes were taken out of context. He never intended to have them be, you know, one brothers. Martha. One Martha. Yeah. That, that was never. Well, it. yeah, that because that would fuck me up too. Yeah. You're like, wait, you mean to tell me my soup? Like, I'm just this regular ass dude, <laughs> and you get all you get heat vision and shit. He came from the sky. Yeah, but it's just like yeah, but if they made like I don't know if they retconned everything and made like Martha like. She gave birth to twins. <laughs> and they each have one half of an amulet. Yeah. One, <laughs> one gets to be wealthy, and then one gets to work for a newspaper. Well, this is like twins. So which one would you Schwarzenegger like? Wealth? and DeVito. Wealth. Yeah, would you rather be wealthy, or would you rather have like super strength wealth. and flight? Wealth. Yeah. Gotta say. Yeah, because wealth, wealth buys land. You can fly all you want. I can get a Who jet and fly. Who owns wealth. the land? <laughs> huh? Mr. Luthor owns the land. Oh, well, then fuck him. I would go Brightburn on his ass, which, then, by the way, dude. that trailer you showed me, Jimmy. The extended trailer for Brightburn is oh, out. Yeah, now. bad fuck. Superman. It looks crazy. It looks fuck. so good. Did you notice that the font they're using is the same stuff from Man, Man of Steel? Yeah. <laughs> really? Some of the, oh, yeah. Fucking. Yeah. I, I, got, I, like, I watched it. I turned the lights off and I watched it. I was like, Fuck. It looks good. But one of my fondest memories of Batman actually happened this week. Mm-hmm. Was when Gina Barberi asked me, so can you explain King Tut to me? Oh, God. <laughs> did you just explode right there? Did you say no? I, I did. I exploded a little bit. I said, well, let me tell you about the greatest Batman villain of all time. <laughs> King Tut. We took that shit seriously. Yeah, for for those, I mean, we all know King Tut, but maybe for our listeners who don't know, (laughs) if you could just explain. It's very simple. He is a famous Egyptologist, a professor. It's a thing. Because he knows the source material so well, he gets bonked on the head, and he is convinced that he is the actual... King Tut. It's it makes and, perfect sense. And so he is. He becomes like a crime lord. Yeah, he is bent on making Gotham into his new Egyptian headquarters. And but then he gets hit on the head at the end of the second episode and turns back into the Egyptologist. And they let him go. Well, yeah, he didn't and, do anything wrong. That was King Tut. Try not to bonk your head again. And the, and, the, and the thing is, you could do that with the. You could actually bring King Tut into 2019, and it would make perfect sense because all it is is just a white guy do, being a culture vulture and cultural appropriating everything until he gets the shit smacked out of him. He's like, oh, yeah, I shouldn't do this anymore. Oh, wait. <laughs> See, but the way you end the episode is that when he comes back, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, guys. Like, hey, it wasn't your fault. Yeah. He turns no. around and runs, walks right into a wall, and then, like, oh, dun, dun, no, dun. dun. I'm King Tut again. <laughs> <laughs> the no, end this, question this mark. Because yeah. the first episode, he gets changed back, and Batman says, you weren't responsible for any of your actions because you weren't you, and they let him go. So the Sounds next, like Twitter. <laughs> the next appearance of King Tut, the Egyptologist is touring a construction site. Oh. As they do. Come on. Not I mean, wearing a hard hat. No, why would what you? What could possibly happen? What could go wrong? <laughs> 
There's... Oh, we're building my new library here in Bonk, and there I've it is. Kicked out again. And he's kicked out again, and then at the end now of the second... Now you're building a pyramid! Exactly, and then at the end of the second episode, he gets hit again, and they say, well, you have... That's you know, nice. there's nothing... God, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Just blame it on Tut. The greatest Batman villain ever. <laughs> Cultural appropriation. Money. And it's Victor Buono, the... Yeah. Ooh. Big white British God, fat. That shit. No, just that shit is hilarious. Hysterical. Oh, you're wearing eyeliner. Are you King Tut? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then one of my favorite exchanges between King Tut and Batman. <laughs> and it's just so, you know, anytime anybody wants to bitch about current Batman, oh. I just want to say to them, what are you upset about? It's not canon. Okay, mm. well, let's talk about a few things. Right. So. Batman calls a radio show because he wants to send a message to King Tut. Hi, long time, first time. And he uh, does that. <laughs> and, the, and the host is like, how do I know this is really you, Batman? And Who else would it be, chum? And, and he Who says, else would it be, Bruce Wayne? <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question that only Batman would know. And he asks him a, a, about a famous philosopher. And of course, Batman knows it right yeah. off the top of his head. And he goes, well, I'm convinced that you're the real Batman. <laughs> and he says, I need, I need every citizen of Gotham who's listening to this broadcast now to turn off their radios so I can have a private message sent to King Tut. What? And then it shows people all over turning off their radios because he's going to send the message. Because that's what they do. And the radio host is like, hey, no, 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 no. Voyeurism is not a thing. <laughs> then King Tut calls the radio show and says... I have a message for Batman. And says, all right, everyone, turn off your radios. <laughs> if you turn them back everyone's on, everyone's already turn turned them back them off. off. Yeah. Turn, turn off your radios so that <laughs> King Tut can send a private message to Batman. Uh, man, our ratings went to shit. Uh, <laughs> they're baby boomers. They and follow like, directions. And so I always bring that up when I say, "You're having a hard time believing what in your Batman movie?" Right. Okay, mm -hmm. this is what I had. All right. <laughs> yeah. See, I imagine yeah. King Tut coming home from like a you know long day, and all of a sudden his wife's like. Is that lipstick on your collar? Oh, that was King Tut. No, that wasn't that me. Wasn't me. That, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. I my head again. That, that wasn't King me. King Tut's been Where up am no I? <laughs> you joke, but he always had pretty women around him, you know, and his, his you're my new queen of the Nile. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't me. It's just hilarious. Shaggy. Uh, all right. It wasn't me. Uh, well, let's, uh, let's get a couple of movie reviews and some yeah. games, and we'll wrap this up. Uh, uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, two came out. I'll I'll do one real fast because uh, the bigger one's next. But uh, a movie called Hotel Mumbai came out. Okay. Uh, actually, no, a few more came out. But I'll just use real fast because they're smaller. Uh, so yeah, Hotel Mumbai came out. Um, Two thousand eight terrorist attack in India. Uh, Based I, on true story. True story. I had heard when this happened, but I don't remember hearing as much as I think we should have. If you yeah. know what the hell happened? It's a terrifying like, story. Well, God, I mean, you know, from what this this director, he's a he's a first time feature length director. And he did not pull his punches on this. And in the sense that, I mean, these guys came over, I think they started in a subway station, if I remember right, and just started mowing down people. And then they went to this restaurant like that. But they were basically, all these people running through the streets, they were like almost like herding like sheep, like that, right to this hotel and just got them all to go in there. And then it was just a madhouse of just, you know, shooting people in the face, you know, just mowing people that were running. Jeez. And, and I, I was sitting there because when I... Sometimes if I know a true story like that, I'll read about like oh like, you know oh there's three survivors or something like that. But I was like ah, I'm not gonna you know, and sure enough, I mean I won't say which characters and whatnot, but characters that you get to know pretty well this week, they don't come to the end of the credits. No. You know they don't make it. Um, but I mean 
really horrific uh, imagery. I mean, stuff that it's almost like you can't. I mean, this, I mean, this is the fake shit, so <laughs> that you can't unsee. Uh, Army Hammer's in it. Jason Isaacs, um, Dev Patel from Slumdog Millionaire plays a one of the uh, hotel employees as a waiter. Mm-hmm. Really good uh, acting, and uh, it's one of the most intense movies I've seen in a while. It's one of the ones where like that was good. I will never watch that again. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm probably about. I'd say three stars on that one. It's three a little, stars? it's a two hours, and I, I think you and I were talking about it. It's got that first director, you know, first feature link syndrome where it's like, everything's great. Yeah. We're not going to cut anything. This is all, this is all gold. It, you know, like, well, we can make this about 30 it, minutes shorter. It needs an editor. So, yeah, it's good though, but just be prepared because, and, right. and don't have any kids around you. Yeah. Um, uh, but kids can well, go to Dumbo, right? Yeah. Well, real fast, I'll just say there's oh, a movie okay. called The Mustang that's coming out and another one called The Aftermath. Uh, both. Decent, you know, one's a true story about raising horses in prison. Actually, pretty good. More what like those, a what those horses do. Yeah, <laughs> they were born. Uh, they didn't do anything. They bonked their heads. It wasn't right. them. <laughs> You're not wasn't responsible. Them. I'm sorry. And then the aftermath is uh, Kira Knightley, uh, Alexander Skarsgård, and Jason Clark in a World War II kind of love triangle, having affairs and shit. Good story, but you know, don't need to rush to the theater to see it. And what you also don't need to rush to the theater and see. <laughs> and speaking of children. Dumbo. Ugh. Okay, so here's the thing. So, uh, and I saw this with him at the press screen. Yeah, you and I went together. Uh, you know, Disney's on this you know, tangent. I know why they're doing it. I mean, when you have Beauty and the Beast come out as a live action, whether you liked and it or it not, it huge, made a billion dollars. Huge amount of money, yeah. Uh, Jungle Book made a buttload, too. Jungle it? Book made a lot of money. Right. Yeah. And this year alone, and this way I made it sassy the other day, stop calling the, the Lion King live action. It's not, it's live, not action. live action. It's, it's just, just a better form. It's cartoon. It's, it's all it's CG. A, it's a different form of animation. Exactly. So, um, but, but in that sense, though, you got Lion King come out. You just had Dumbo, and we still have Aladdin coming out. You know that's just in this year alone. And I say this wow. year, we're talking like within like four months of each other. Wow. So, um, so with Dumbo, <laughs> the first one, if you ever saw it, it's like what an hour it's long. An hour, it's long. an hour long, give or take. You mm-hmm. know. It uh, felt longer when I was little. It's only it's, an hour. Because it's sad. Yeah, it's like, yeah, depressing. Sad. It's slow. Oh, yeah, man. sad is slow. And there's and also racist ass crows and shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, so in in Tim Burton's uh, version of this, you know, we start the, the first forty five minutes is probably some of the most depressing shit I have seen in a Disney movie. Yeah, well, it's it's a really well faithful remake of the yeah. Colin Farrell comes yeah. back from war. He's got two kids that are in the circus. He gets off the train. He's missing an arm. They're freaked out about it. Then he then they say, you know, I wish mom could be here. Yeah, mom died while he was gone. And uh, when, while well, mom died because they did a horse act together. Uh, was it half the carnival died because of influenza wiped them all out? Whoa. Danny DeVito's carnival has fallen to shit. Um, what do you call it? They take Dumbo's mother away. <laughs> like that. Uh, I was want to say there's other shit. No, they they lost their like you know Fuck. nice actual living quarters. Now they live in a fucking tent. Yeah. Um, God, well they they they, they, they managed the to get in. They managed to get in. Baby of mine. <laughs> They yeah. do that whole like the, the whole baby mind yeah. se- so, sequence. I'll tell you. Oh, so I'm, I'm watching this, and I'm like, no way, I'm going to see this. I, I'm like, remember, I had to walk out for a little bit. I was like, yeah. I had to take a break because it was so fucking sad. Yeah, I walked out. And I looked at the security lady. You know, they always have the screenings. I'm like, I forgot how goddamn sad this movie was. <laughs> she goes, really? I'm like, yeah. I need to take a walk. <laughs> you know? Um, do, yeah. I mean, do they do the train sequence where they sings the song about? Yeah. Puffing up the mountain and everything. Damn. Oh no, no, no! I don't think I do that. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, this, so as when they finally find out that Dumbo can fly with the help of a feather, uh, Michael Keaton comes in as I kind of consider him like the Barnum and Bailey, like you know, like yeah. the, the, corp, the, the, yeah. corp, the corporate enterprise that's going to come in, which is great for a Disney movie talking about corporate over, <laughs> <laughs> taking over other so, corporations. And this is what I was going to say too. So like Tim Burton goes, okay, I'm going to remake Dumbo. Yeah, yeah. And but then 
that, that's 45 minutes of movie. Mm. So now I'm going to make my version. The Dumbo <laughs> movie I would have made. Yeah. Dumbo yeah. 2. Yeah. So uh, everything, I wrote this the other day. Uh, so, that, oh my God. The first time you hear Michael Buffer step out into the ring and say, Let's get ready for Dumbo. I was like, What? I seriously got so. I looked at Shannon and I was like, What? Well, remember, he walked. So he comes out and he's playing a ringmaster, right? Yeah. And I looked at, we looked at each other like they won't do that. Yeah. They won't. And then. So he he did it. it, And I looked at Shannon and I was like, Oh, God. This is is fucking falling apart real fast. And then, what, 20 minutes later? He comes out to the fucking ring again, like, don't do it again. And sure enough, fires it out <laughs> again. Are you kidding me? Yeah. They so, use it in the fucking commercial, uh, yeah, dude. I heard that. Oh, you told me that the other yeah. day. So there's that. Then I got so fucking tired of Dumbo Vision. where and, and um, It's a really cheesy tactic that some directors use. I know Sam Raimi did it like in uh, Evil Dead 2 and shit. And he did it in Doc Ock's uh, tentacles. Like, you know, oh, like yeah, you're seeing what that view. would see. So yeah. w- what Dumbo Vision is, is like a fisheye lens with kind of hazy sides and muffled audio. And it could be as muffled as it want, but like, how does that elephant speak such fucking uh, English so well? Yeah. Because he knows uh, everything. Can't speak it, but you know. So oh, it right. goes from, this is how I said this movie went from super sad to sort of boring. And then just uh, creepy and weird. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you give it? Well, real f- and the other things I have a problem with because, um, and I'm it's trying to actors. figure out if it's true or not. We we talked about child actors. The two children in this film, this this Colin Farrell's son is just unnecessary. Like it's yeah. just like, what are you here for? Mm-hmm. You know, you have no talents. And like, you know, I'm not going to ruin the ending, but they all get like their own little special act. Like, what was his like standing on top of a, g- a gymnast? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so look what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the the little girl. It just comes across like an asshole. And I like to call her Five Head. Yeah, that's what. (laughs) But someone told me that she's, uh, what's her name from Westworld? Uh, Andy Newton? It's her daughter. Oh, really? Uh, I go, well, she didn't get the acting bug like her mom. I guess. Because she's terrible. Uh, So what do you give it? I I was at two, and the more I think about it, I get more mad I'm at one and a half. (laughs) All right. yeah. I'm like at one and a half of stars too. Yeah. I'm fucking mad. Yeah. It's, as soon as you said let's get ready to oh, for dumb. We honestly could not I believe fu- it. I fucking the only, I walked like you well, guys you did. He threw his headphones I down. Threw my and headphones down and walked out. But here's I mean the only thing I, I that makes me kind of feel good about in the sense is that it proves that Disney is fallible. Uh, this is, you know, not every fucking your one of your classics needs to be turned into one of these live yeah, action things. Yeah, now, let the box office speak for itself, you know, when we get yeah. to, to that. Right. Because if it, if it makes money, shit, they'll make Dumbo too. All right. But, uh, uh, do we have time to review Shazam? Yeah, we can do it real fast if you want. Sure. Uh, we can do a quick one and that. Maybe after you guys see it, we'll do a little bigger one. But uh, okay. I've seen it. The one thing that people keep saying about this movie, and it's absolutely true, is that this is big with superheroes. And this is exactly what it is. That was uh, the elevator pitch. Yeah. And so the, basically the story is you have Billy Batson played by Asher Angel. He's this you know kid, foster kid who just doesn't want to be with any families. And so he finally comes across this one. His uh, foster brother slash roommate is played by Jack Dylan Grazer, I think is his name. Uh, Freddie. Um but yeah, so you find out that uh, Mark Strong's character as a kid was given the opportunity to become Shazam. You know, the, this the, is all the, like the first five minutes of the yeah, movie. He, you know, really given spoilers. the opportunity, uh, he failed the test, and so now he's pissed and basically yeah. spends his entire life trying to get back to the, to the I always call it the Cave of Wonders. The wizard. The wizard. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so then, you know, uh, things happen, and as I think we all know, Billy Batson becomes the champion as known as Shazam. Which is Zachary Levi with God knows how big those fucking muscles are. <laughs> so much stuffing <laughs> in that suit. So funny. <laughs> um, 
you know, we we kind of I can't remember if we were on the mic or not when we said it, but yeah, DC. This is something that DC needed. It, it needed something that wasn't so fucking dour. Yeah. You know, when you walk out, you walk out of this movie with a smile on your face. I said I can't remember how many episodes ago it was. I said if this is if people are calling this big with superheroes, they better have a fucking piano reference on the ground. They do. Oh, so, oh all right. <laughs> um, but the jokes are funny. It's it's uh, it's any you know the whole family can go see it. It's full of heart and joy. Which is, you know, God, who thought in the DC universe that right. could happen? And not just have smoldering looks. I know yeah. Aquaman was fun for what it was, but this is, like, beyond that. This is fun because it is fun and because, you know, it's not, you know, fucking corny. Yeah. Well, and I feel like they did a really good job telling the superhero and the human part of the story. Yeah, there's a good balance. You know what I mean? It. Yeah. So, you know, you, mm-hmm. you fall in love with all the foster kids that are with them in yeah. that house, even the parents, you know. It's a good film. I, the only thing kind of irks me about it, and it doesn't, it's not going to take any stars away, is that it, this is almost like Shane Black level Christmas movie. Yeah. And why the fuck did it come out in April? <laughs> you know? And I heard that I heard the rumor was that it was supposed to come out when Aquaman came out, and they switched the release dates. Oh. And so yeah. that's, and th- there is a joke. Stay till the end of the credits, like Marvel style. There are, I think, two scenes. Oh, yeah? If uh, I yeah. remember right. Yeah, there's two scenes all the way to the end. And the last one I'll say will does poke fun in another DC superhero. Oh, so, good. Yeah. All right. So the, it is a, that is the, what is cool because they don't really ever they do acknowledge the, the DC universe. Yeah. But they don't really you know it's not like Ben Affleck walks in or something. No. Like that. no. All right. I, so what do you give it? I'm at God probably three and a half. I'd say three and a half as well. Yeah. Three I really liked it. All right. Yeah. I'm really excited to see. It. I mean, I missed the press screener, but like then I thought to myself, you didn't miss the press screener or no or whatever. I'm, there was a there was I know there was a screening. There was a special screening. There was I got a special it. screening on like March twenty third. Yeah, if you're, or a, D- we'll, if we'll you're a DC Universe uh, app member or Fandango, you yeah. got an email that said right. yeah. you can buy tickets you for can still early see before it comes out. But I yeah. I yeah, I kind of <laughs> want to see this one with my son more than anything. I think you should. You know, and it, it's it, like yeah. there's certain movies that. Then I'm like, yeah, I, you might not be interested. I took my son to see Spider Verse. Well, shit, you guys were all there, yeah. and like, he was, he walked out of that with just like, you could tell something happened. Like, yeah, like he was different after well, that. I think the same thing yeah. is going to happen here. He walked out. He's like, Dad, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Things have changed. Uh, stay until the end of the episode. Uh, Jimmy interviews the stars of Shazam, yeah, including Zach, Zachary Levi and Mark Strong. Uh, do you have games, and then we'll wrap this up. Yeah, we got a few games. Oh, you got DVDs right now, or no? You go. I was getting. Okay. To you. Are you playing right, Kingdom cool. Hearts three? No, I never got into the Kingdom Hearts stuff. You, dude, you you should do it. Yeah, but but you should do it. There's so many games though. But you should do it. <laughs> All right, coming out this week. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that is like the uh, indie style games that you've probably never heard of. Uh, one's called Bomber Crew Complete Edition. Uh, now, Darksiders, the Warmastered Edition, is coming to the Switch. That game came out a long time ago, got remastered. Now they ported it to the Switch as well. Uh, Tropico 6 uh, is out on the PC for your uh, real-time strategy city building. I guess it's not really strategy. Anyway, if you're into the <laughs> Tropico series, it, number 6 is out. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, yeah, just a bunch of small stuff. Something called War Theater, Smoots, World Cup Tennis. I don't know what that is. Wow. Uh, that's for the Xbox One. Pitfall Planet for the Switch. Um, yeah, you know, none of this really matters because uh, this week they announced, or I, I guess it'd be last week as of this recording, 
Borderlands 3 is yeah. finally, officially coming out. Dude, yes. how hyped. Did you watch uh, that? I've watched that trailer like three times. And the Brick sax solo. Oh, oh my God. He's got a mustache yeah. and everything. Brick and, uh, looks good. A lot, yeah. of, shit, a lot yeah. of shit's happened to Brick, and Brick uh-huh. still looks good. When's it, when's it coming out? So they don't have a release date for it yet. Uh, just the, Sometime this year. The heavy rumor is sometime this year. Uh, on the 3rd of April, we'll be getting more details from Gearbox, so later this right. week. And uh, I'm super excited. Right. It's one of the best games Hands you'll down. ever play. Border. There's not much coming out. Uh, Via DVD and Blu-ray because we're at usually it's three months and that would be January. Ah, so okay. nothing came out in January. All right. Uh, well, Mister B, if you would please. You guys are living in a fucking fantasy world if you don't think ham kills people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you've stayed till the end. You're here for the star power. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, Jimmy went to, uh, where was it, L.A.? No, this was New York. New York. They've been using New York a lot more lately. Really? Yeah, it's weird. I wonder why that is. I'll take the Sky Miles. Sure. <laughs> Watch a movie. I uh, flew to New York to see and interview the cast of Shazam. Shazam. Yeah. So, you've seen it. I've seen it. Actually, I mean, as we record this, I've seen it like two weeks ago, I think. Oh, okay. It's been a while. They were that excited to get us to see it. It was like a month before it actually comes out. Uh, they know they've got a hit on their hands. They do. And uh, it's <laughs> it's going to be huge. Yeah. It's, it's going to make Zachary Levi a big star. And we'll talk to the big star coming up in a moment. Yeah. Well, where do you want to start? Uh, so, there were three interviews. Uh, so, we'll start out with the kids. Okay. Uh, they paired them up together. So uh, that's a good idea. Yeah, it, it, and it's funny. Apparently, they, they weren't too inside on me, but apparently, they were doing a lot of inside jokes with the interviewers. <laughs> They're like, "I don't know what that means," and none of my audience is going to know what that means. You know, <laughs> but uh, the two people—it's Asher Angel, which I think is such a great name. Yeah, I don't know why it just sounds like a superhero. Uh, so he plays Billy Batson, the you know obviously the the fourteen year old, the and kid version of the superhero. Yeah. Exactly, and then you've got uh, Jack Dylan Grazer. Uh, he played his uh, his foster brother uh, Freddie, and he—you uh, know him from it. He's the one with the cast. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So two two pretty talented young actors. All right, here we go. It's a pleasure to see you. Pleasure to see you again. Yeah. Uh, fantastic film. It's so full of heart. And the geek in me can't believe there's actually a Shazam movie out. Yeah, So right? I'm kind of losing my mind. Uh, given the opportunity further down your career, if you could be in another superhero movie, would you choose to play the hero or the villain? Oh, villains would be fun. I, I've still yet to this day, I've never played a bad guy. Never <laughs> have played a protagonist. I mean, an antagonist. Yeah. I'd rather be good than evil. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I want to be Batman. For now. Rather than... Yes. I'd rather be Batman than Bane. There you go. Superhero always wins. Yeah. For now. For now. For now. Till the sequel. Till the sequel. Uh-oh. For you guys, what was the most exciting scene to film? Well, the first scene that I filmed in the whole movie was the convenience store scene with Zach. Yeah. That was really fun because we were still fresh to each other. We just... like The third time we met each other... And we were just like, hey, again, we're going to film this movie. Um, <laughs> so it, we were new to the whole thing. This is both of our f- like first big superhero movies. I mean, he was in Thor Ragnarok, but yeah. he died. we don't talk about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. So. yeah, so that was probably really fun. Or all the stuff I have at, at, at school with Asher, all those like little quips and, yeah. and funny little trifles that we have. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, it was The Rock of Eternity. Like, yeah. That was, that, then that was like a weekend. Yeah. That was like, like my first... Like first scene, kind of like yeah, and um, just the set is incredible. Yeah. It was literally crazy, and like when we were filming, it took so long. Like we filmed like probably that scene probably took like four hours. To wow, film. <laughs> yeah, with um, Jimon. So that's probably my favorite scene. Awesome, yeah, one of my favorites. Uh, what I love to ask actors too is because I love set designs and I love props. If you could take yeah. one prop off that set, the battering. Perfect. The battering. <laughs> Who are you? Your red beanie. 
<laughs> my gloves and my beanie? No. Um, probably would have to be Freddy's crutch. Oh. Yeah, it's a good weapon. That is. Oh, wait, you know what I would say? Like the Easter egg? Can we last No. No, okay, that's what I thought. How about the scenes? Is there a scene that people should look out for? Uh, <laughs> the training montage. Okay. I just training recommend that to everybody because that is the best scene ever, and there is a training montage, and that was just so much fun. And I didn't, I didn't think that it would come out the way it did, and it's just so perfect. It it's perfect. so perfect. And so when I go back to you said you said maybe choose a villain, you probably choose a hero. Mm -hmm. If you had to choose your names, what would it be? Salaman. He's a salamander, half <laughs> salamander, half man. <laughs> That's genius, actually. I should that write that genius. down. Fly girl, but I'm really a man. Fly girl. Fly girl. Fly girl. From in living color. Yeah. Perfect. Pleasure <laughs> 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 seeing you guys again. Seem like good kids. Yep. All right. This kid's got a great superhero name. Fly Girl. <laughs> How does that kid know in living color? That's not fair. <laughs> All right. So every superhero movie has an antagonist. Yep. And that it, means villain. Yes. And this <laughs> this guy has played his share of them. He does. Yeah, we talked about it. <laughs> and uh, he's 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 the villain in Shazam. And he's also uh, you'll hear it in the interview. Uh, he's also the villain in Green Lantern. That's right. He was Sinestro. He was Sinestro. <laughs> so he's no not only is he no stranger to movies based from comic books, he's also no stranger a, to the DC universe. He's a DC guy. See, he does. That's just kind of my question was, you know, why you know how this can go? I mean, even if it's good, <laughs> you know how this can go. Yeah. And so it's the same thing I would ask Ben Affleck. I mean, you know, I liked his Batman, but why the hell would you do that again to yourself? <laughs> you know, this is only going to end in rehab. <laughs> so, well, I think he, I think he got to look at the script and saw what they were going to do with it, and went, ah, yeah, I could be a part of that. Yep. So the person we're talking about is good old Mark Strong. Uh, here you go. Absolute pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Um, what I love about you, you have a, a great diverse uh, of characters you play, both on the good side and the bad side. Obviously, this side we're playing a villain. To you, what makes a great villain? I think you have to be genuinely scared of him. You have <laughs> yeah. to genuinely believe that he is going to or she going to cause trouble for yeah. the for the hero. And it's obviously about balance. You yeah. know, if, if you if you want a good hero, they've got to have a great villain. Think Bond movies. Yeah. You know, the villains become iconic. Mm -hmm. So I think he has to have equal weight. Yeah. Uh, with the hero to genuinely create some jeopardy. One of the things I love about heroes, uh, or at least villains, are they, they, they believe what they're doing is right. Like mm -hmm. it'll, it'll make the world a better place. Do you believe that your character is going to make the world a better place with what he's doing? Yeah, but he slightly suspects that having all the power <laughs> means he can do what the hell he wants. <laughs> and I think coming from a family in which he's been bullied all his life, I think he's preparing to do some bullying himself. Yeah. You know, you're no stranger to comic book movies or movies based on comic books and also the DCU universe itself. Mm -hmm. Coming back to it, I mean, is there any hesitation or intimidation because these scenes can get pretty wild with the audiences. Not really, no. I think the technology's caught up with the vision. That's why yeah. we're seeing so many comic book movies being made now. It seems to me the cinema has become the place of spectacle. Yeah. A lot of the writing that was originally in cinema of dramas and things seems to have gone to television. That mm -hmm. seems to be occupying a lot of the kind of the dramatic needs of an audience. And sure. what that's left the cinema to do is, is have these, these big, uh, you know, these big movies. So yeah. having done Kick-Ass and Kingsman and Green Lantern and now this, yeah. Uh, it makes sense to me that they're in the cinema. One thing I love to talk about actors, because um, I love set designs and I love props. Like that. Mm -hmm. If you could take one prop off the set of Shazam, what would you take? Uh, that's a tricky <laughs> one. There were so many good ones. I had a fantastic little ring <laughs> yeah. you know, with an S on it for Savannah Industries, yeah. which I coveted. But uh, <laughs> uh, the wizard staff was a pretty good piece of kit, I have that's to say. Uh, the Batarang would have been a good one to keep. <laughs> so there's, there were tons of things, because David, the director, he, he knows the world of uh, this world and the world of comic books. Yeah. I think he put tons of little bits and pieces in there just for the fans. I, I saw it because I'm, I'm a geek myself, and so I saw some Easter eggs in there. Yeah. And I'll say that uh, without ruining much, you have a, a prison mate 
Kind of, without yeah. saying much. Are yeah. there any Easter eggs in that movie that people should look out for that you liked? Oh, there's tons. There's, I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, I love the moment where Batman and Superman are fighting at exactly the same moment that Savannah and Shazam come together and the yeah. little boy literally is playing in his room and then it happens right outside his window. <laughs> uh, you know, there are little DC Easter eggs all over the place and, you know, hang on for the credits yeah. because there's a couple of good little sequences at the end. All the way to the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, going back to, you know, Comic book, movies based on comic books. For you, do you go read source material or do you just kind of stick to the script? You have to know the source material. I think fans love this stuff so much that yeah. you have to kind of do it justice. I do remember actually with Sinestro, there was a plan to make him look very different from how he is in the comics. And I put my foot down and said, no, 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 we got to do the guy in the comics. And that's actually why I did the job. I thought if you could make him look like he does in the comics, it would be incredible on screen. They, yeah. had, they had ideas to give him a ponytail and make him a kind of Maori type warrior. Yeah. I never thought that would fly. And with Sivana, the same thing. I yeah. thought, you know, you have, to, you have to do justice. And this comes obviously from the, the Justice League series, the yeah. new 52 version by Jeff Johns, because the original Savannah is much more of a kind of crazy scientist. Yeah. But this guy has a little bit more strength about him. Awesome. Pleasure seeing you. And you. Thank you much. Thank you. Thank you. He's an excellent bad guy. He is. And, and he plays a good guy, too. He plays a good guy in Kingsman. But that's right. Yeah, yeah that's Which right. Which is based on a comic book. <laughs> he's the good guy in Kingsman. All right, so that leads us to uh, a, uh, a geek favorite. He's been kicking around the geekosphere for quite some time. Yeah. And uh, he's about to be one of the leaders of it now. Yeah. Because, uh, like I said, I, I've not seen this movie. And, and I rarely make predictions based on trailers. <laughs> but I'm, I saw the trailer for this and I went, I know what they're doing. This is going to work. Yeah. And I think this is. This is going to make Zachary Levi a huge star. I hope so. And it, you get the vibe from him. I've interviewed him twice now. And you just get this guy, like he's a good guy. You know what I mean? Like he's not a dick. He's not pretentious. Mm -hmm. Like he, you just get, like, he loves what he's doing. And to me, that comes across 10 times in this movie. Uh, and to see what this could possibly do for his career makes me excited. So, oh, yeah. It's just, it's just fun. You feed off his energy when, like, you can tell somebody's so excited. And so I think it's a pretty fun interview. All right, here we go. Absolute pleasure to see you again. Cheers, you too. Thanks. You know, we spoke a year and a half ago, and uh, my one of my questions to you was because Shazam goes by many different names. My favorite one is the Big Red Cheese. Yeah, and me I do. <laughs> and my my question to you was how you know how's it feel to play him? And you said it hasn't sunken in yet. A year and a half later, has it sunk in? Yeah, I, I, sure. On on some <laughs> level, I mean, it, you know, when your face is in Times Square and you're like, what the heck is going on? That's making it very real. Once all the billboards and everything started popping up, I was like, oh, wow, this is, we really made this movie. This movie's <laughs> really coming out. And I'm really up there with a phone and bubblegum in my mouth. Um, so, yeah, it's sinking in on that level yeah. that it's real. But it... it, it the, the how dreamy it all is, yeah. you know, that's never gonna. I don't think that. I hope it never ends. Yeah. What is the best part about uh, getting to the mentality of a fourteen-year-old? <laughs> no responsibility, <laughs> right? Uh, that's basically what it. That's what it boils down to. Yeah. I was looking at. I honestly drew a lot of inspiration from both Jack and Asher and being around them and their youthful energy and their silliness. You know, yeah. like we forget how to be silly. Yeah. We, we 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 things get too serious in life. And we become adults and we get a lot of responsibility and we're carrying it. And it's like, in order to be silly, we were like, well, I can't be because I got all this stuff. I got it, you know, and, and I think we, we, need, we need to balance that a yeah. little bit more. And uh, so that was real fun. When we last spoke too, we both agreed that uh, what makes Billy and Shazam different is because he embraces his powers, kind of like Peter Parker, kind of like, you yes. know, uh, like the Flash. You know, is that, is that what he makes him mostly different from most superheroes? Well, I would say that's definitely one of the biggest things. Yeah, I, you know, I feel I feel bad for a lot of 
of actors who get these incredible superhero roles because I know that all of them are super stoked inside and but they all have to hide that they have to bring it down you know because it's like oh my it's like oh my, I'm Batman I get to be Batman and then it's like the camera's rolling oh I'm Batman you know you gotta be real serious <laughs> and I didn't have to do that at all I just got to take all of the like oh my god I got this crazy amazing job and I just get to you know bring that into the character and Peter Parker is one of the only other archetypes like that I yeah. think they're, they're very few but I think that maybe what makes it even a, a step beyond that is that maybe like the most ar- iconic archetype of the hero story yeah. it's child dreams and wishes of being the, the, a super version of themselves yeah. and they're given a magic word like we all believe that we could have one day sure. and you say the word and you become the super you and you go you know have fun in the world and do good in the world yeah. um, and that I, there's, there is no other character like that. One of the things I love about this, too, is uh, props on sets. I always like to ask actors, if you could take one prop off that set, what would you take? There's a lot of good one. Well, I did actually say, it wasn't a prop, but it, there's, a, there's a sign in the movie. <laughs> there's a neon sign in the movie on one of the buildings that I, uh, I don't want to say because I don't want to spoil, but uh, that sign ended up back at my home in Texas. I, <laughs> they, they, they gave that to me, and that, that, was, that was really fun. Awesome. Yeah. Pleasure seeing you again, Yeah, man. you too, brother. Take it easy. Yeah, have a great day. And you'll be able to say I interviewed him when. Yeah, when he was Joseph in the animated <laughs> movie <laughs> for Jesus. That's right, the Jesus movie. All right, then. Jimmy Martin, thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.